Hello there, my name is Jeff, and welcome to episode 40 of the Game Sharks Podcast, wow. where we talk about our favorite thing in the world. Guys, I forgot to think of my favorite thing in the world. I just hit record and I didn't think ahead of time what my favorite thing in the world is. Anyone? Does anyone have a favorite thing? Uh, uh, video game jazz. And video <laughs> games. <laughs> Sorry, yes. I, sc- I screwed that one up. Um... Did you say that because I was just uh I was doing the Persona Five, I was singing Persona Five songs right before we started recording? No, I said that because my new favorite thing is video game jazz. I have a confession to make. Uh Persona Five is probably my favorite video game soundtrack of all time now. <laughs> it's Let's so good. Go. I listen to it all the time. Respect. <laughs> Allison yeah. loves it too. She'll have me put it on. She loves it on Saturday mornings because when I was playing Persona, I would play it Saturday mornings and she'd be sitting on the couch playing Animal Crossing or something yeah. and with a cup of coffee and the music would be playing from Persona and just having the conversations with people and she loved it. So now on Saturday morning, she's like, can we put on Persona music while, <laughs> while, while we like eat breakfast and stuff? Have you heard of the band Jamiroquai? No. They're, uh, they're just like old, maybe 90s, 2000s Euro pop band. Okay. And they, have, there's, they have a couple songs that sound exactly like Persona music. Hmm. I'll have to check it out. What was the name of it? Jamiroquai. I feel like I've heard. They have a, their most popular song is Virtual Insanity, which you've probably heard. Yeah. That all sounds very familiar. I, it sounded vaguely familiar to me when I listened to it. So. Hmm. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. And video games. Joining me today is Adam. I'm back. Derek. Hello. And Andrew. Me. Welcome back, Adam. Yeah. Adam, uh, school started up for Adam, so he's going to be on the podcast a little less often, but... We had to have him on today because we are going to be doing our video game backlog power hour for the game Control, which okay. was a uh, 2019 yeah. game of the year for a lot of different outlets. Guys, I beat this one. Uh, I, I think believe this is, this the, is f- the first game that all Wait, four of us have completed. Did everybody beat Control? Yes. yes. Wow. Okay. This is the first this game that everyone crazy. has fully completed. It's one of the few that credits. I actually wanted to finish. Cool. All right. So, yeah, we're going to get into that later on, but we're going to start how we always do with email. Yes. And we have one email this week, and it is from OG Game Shark himself, Jordan. Wow. <laughs> Jordan wrote into the podcast and he said, What's up, Shark Boys? It surely has been a while. I finally began listening to the podcast again, and I'm thoroughly enjoying every second of it. I especially like the greatest video game console bracket, the discussion on the stagnation of the Pokemon series, and am currently listening to your guys' prediction for the next DLC fighters for Smash. We'll get into that later. Speaking of Smash, (laughs) I'm sure it'll come up in the podcast today, but I I figured I would ask. What are your guys' overall thoughts on Steve from Minecraft as the next (laughs) DLC fighter? What do you guys think of his appearance, moveset, alts, etc.? With it being the next fighter, does this change your predictions for the next few fighters down the line? I'll be sure to tune into the cast as it comes out, and hopefully y'all keep up the great work. P.S. Jeff, I'm sorry, but Waluigi will not be a fighter. Uh, That's all right, because Master Chief will. (laughs) Sincerely, (laughs) Jordan. Thank you very much for writing in, Jordan. It's good to hear from you. What do you gentlemen think of Minecraft Steve being the newest Super Smash Bros. Ultimate fighter? Yeah. 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 I kind of thought it was a possibility of it happening but it was just a meme for so long that I didn't part of me didn't think it'd ever be a reality I fully yeah. expected it to happen and now that it has happened I'm like yeah all right I can move on yeah uh I, lukewarm. he's not the most exciting character for me personally I think he's a very cool addition I think he's going to bring cool stages really cool music really uh, cancerous mechanics yeah most likely his move set looked kind of sketchy putting blocks down uh, to permanently kind of hang out on the field. And 
I don't know. I have a feeling he's going to be very campy, and no one likes that. So yeah, we'll obviously get a deeper look at it this Saturday when Sakurai does his his presentation. But yeah, they're going to do a full uh, kind of breakdown of everything. What did you think, Derek? Uh, I. Didn't never thought I would see the day. I guess really? I didn't think Minecraft or Steve uh, was ever a possibility. I, um, but it all makes sense when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Like it's it is. W- Sakurai said it's the top yeah. selling video game of all time. Yeah, like and the fact that it seems like a lot of Nintendo are fans of it. Yeah, uh, especially from the way Sak- Sakurai was talking about it afterwards. Like, yeah, they kind of made me do this. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah he yeah i think what he had said earlier he's like some of these characters are things that i specifically wanted some of them uh i was approached with and kind of told hey make yeah. this happen so uh this seemed to be one of those but i'm excited to kind of see the full breakdown of what the character is going to do like i said cool inclusion happy to have steve uh, i'll personally be playing as alex which is the female version of Steve, which I didn't know how to name. I'll be playing as Enderman. Yeah, I feel like Enderman is <laughs> probably going to be the, Honestly, the most popular surprised skin. surprised they didn't try and make a Creeper skin work. I think because they, they included it in his final smash and stuff, and Creepers Maybe. don't have arms. I don't know. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, I... That was, that's the only thing is Creepers don't have arms, but I... And they have four I legs. They would have tried to make I think the work. model is a little bit different, and they yeah. incorporated it in other ways, so... Um, but yeah, my favorite my favorite part of the whole, all of this is that I get to hear Xander Mobus go, Steve. I'll <laughs> <laughs> probably have a, kind of similar to Bowser Jr. and how he has a voice line for each different one. He'll probably Steve. <laughs> he'll probably have one for Alex and Enderman. And oh Zombie yeah, too. no, he will. But yeah, so that'll be cool. Um, two out of the three big Microsoft IPs. We got Banjo. Yeah. We got Steve. There's only one left. I don't think that means anything. No. If anything, I think that makes Master Chief's chances less. Master Chief's coming for Smash. Uh, four more characters after this one. It's actually so we'll going to be Gears of War. They're going to go with uh, uh, Marcus, Marcus Phoenix, Phoenix. <laughs> from Gears of War. No, <laughs> no, thank you. Um, hey, he's got the chainsaw gun. I think this will work out. <laughs> thank you for writing in, Jordan. Well, now with Bethesda under control of Microsoft. Skyrim guy. Skadova Keen. Doom guy. Dragonborn. Boy's um, already in there. Thank you, Jordan, for writing in. Uh, we were going to talk about it no matter what, but it was cool to see what your uh, take on it was as well. All right, guys, let's move on to the news. Let's start with what I um, I titled as... Oh, what did I call it? Uh, I had a nickname for this. Sliber, was it Slyber's... Cyber Crunch? Cyber Crunch? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Cyberpunk's 2077 studio head uh, says that... Uh, the company is kind of hunkering down and going into full crunch mode to make sure the game gets out on time. But don't worry. He said they'll be well compensated for the overtime. Um, that doesn't make it okay. Yeah. Um, I, th- I have a quote here. I believe Adam Badowski, that's the one of the heads of CD Projekt Red, correct? Uh, sure. Here, sure. Here's a statement. These last six weeks are our final sprint on a project we've all spent much of our lives on something we cared for deeply the majority of the team understands that push especially in light of the fact that we're just that we've just sent the game to sir and every day brings us visibly closer to shipping a game we want to be proud of this is one of the hardest decisions i've had to make but everyone is well compensated for every extra hour they put in and like in recent years 10 percent of the annual profit our company generates in 2020 will be split directly among them um so i don't know how do we feel about this we were it seemed like we were finally 
starting to trend away from crunch in the video game industry. Yeah. Um, this is a new take on it. They're, they're crunching apparently very, very hard. Uh, mandatory six-day weeks was something I read. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're being very open about the fact that they're doing it. Does that make it better? I don't know. What do you think? I uh, think <laughs> as, a, as an outside party looking in, I f- would have been more content with it if they had just delayed the game again. So here's the thing about <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. I don't know <laughs> if you've heard, but it's been delayed a lot. And yeah. it's the meme game. Uh, it's the face of delayed games. And I fully expected it to be delayed again, which sounds like, yeah, it probably should be. Do you think it's CD yeah. Projekt themselves that are trying to force it out the door? Do you think there's someone else that's trying to force it out? Do you think they're trying to force it out to get it al- out alongside the launch of the new consoles? That's, that's where I'm guessing. Yeah, it'd be interesting to think if there wasn't the new PlayStation and Xbox coming out, would they be trying as hard to get it ready? Yeah. Or would they just say like we want it to be good we'll wait a little bit longer yeah because it's like i don't know anything about game development so i could be talking out of my ass but if you're doing six weeks of forced six day weeks that's only or that's you know uh in order to crunch on a game that if it was a month and a half out from release date you'd assume would be close if not finished by this point especially after already being delayed like you said so many times yeah yeah, it does bring up that question of how much do they still need to do or how much is wrong with the current version they have. It does make me nervous for what this game might be. It sounds like it's not going to be what they want it to be up to standards. Because like you said, Andrew, it's like I have no concept of video game development as a whole. Uh, but six weeks, like going into crunch mode in the last six weeks, is that really going to get it? give you enough time to put all the polish that you need on it? Or is it still going to have tons of flaws what do you think Derek so this is like the tough thing because we just we know that they are doing this but we don't know who in the company is doing this why and so that I think that's the big because I think the only reason this is coming out is because they like there's been so much conversation about uh, like crunch and unpaid overtime in the video game industry for like, I don't know, it's been like the past year, year and a half, two years where there's kind of been these stories. And it seems like the end of the crunch has ended or for the most part is stopping in like everyday normal development wise. But it's like really regular in the tech industry, especially to have crunch before release um, because you've they've most likely already at this point set so many logistical dates and things for the, like they have to do the shipping for like they have the game has to go gold which I'm assuming was gonna is gonna go gold in the next week or two then they so like my guess is they're crunching to get the hit dates that aren't delayable anymore. Okay. Like, I don't. I'm trying to think. Like, usually games that get delayed like a week before their release or something like that, it's like either because the game is like broken or uh, because something like weird has happened. Um, I'm like trying to think. Like, how long? How long did they announce The Last of Us to delay before it came out? Was it a cut? Like, a, two weeks? Three weeks? Uh, or was it more? I think it was like a month or so after that. And then they delayed it for 
It, they, it was they about didn't what have six weeks they that got delayed. Say, yeah, but it ended up being a six week delay. Yeah, yeah, I just I think it, I don't think this is an indication of like ooh, it's not ready. I think it's more of an indication of that like all right, we have these dates to hit. We need to hit them on time. Like maybe it's not their developers crunching. Maybe it's their QA team. You know that like there's other aspects in there. Like most likely. The game is, is going to go gold, and then they'll probably have like a big day one patch, and that might be what they're crunching, to make sure they have that day one patch on time, gotcha. and they fit as many like bugs in it as they can. Um, I mean, it's not great for their PR because they already came out saying we're not going to do this anymore. Yeah, in 2019, they they did an interview with Jason Schreier uh, mm-hmm. saying, "Hey." Uh, we with Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, we are going to permanently like nix crunch. We're not going to crunch on this game. We promise we're never going to crunch on this game. And here we are, six weeks out from its supposed release, and they're like, "Hey, guess what? <laughs> yeah. You don't get a full weekend anymore." But that's the the the, the big difference, and you can see it in their PR statement is that he says, "Don't worry, we're paying them." It's. I think the biggest problem in the video game industry was the unpaid overtime, the unpaid crunch that yeah. wasn't accounted for. Because most of them were probably salary. So it's like, okay, this is your job. This is how much you make right. a year to do the job. Make sure the job gets done. So I, it seems like they made this a, a calculation. Maybe they like we you know they could have. Well, I guess maybe that information would have come out. Like I don't know. Maybe they surveyed the employees and you know said, hey, if you know we compensated you for the time would you be willing to crunch at certain certain times yeah and there was an overwhelmingly good response so they said okay let's do it kind of thing or but yeah we don't know all the the fine details about it so something like that i wouldn't be be worried for the game i think the game will be okay i think i was a little worried for the game before this anyways (laughs) but i mean honestly but i'm kind of with derek on this i think if if they're if they're admitting to the crunch now like a public statement you'd kind of hope that they're doing it not because there's a lot of things wrong with the game. It's just that, like Derek said, like they have some dates that they can't move around anymore that are set in stone. But also it's maybe a list of things that they know they can finish within that six weeks. Mm. Like It might be like a set yeah. list of here's what we need to polish. We just need to go a little bit faster to make sure it's done. It should also be noted they didn't come out and say, hey, we're crunching right now to get ahead of the story, someone had already leaked the information to Jason so, Schreier. So they were trying to so they, like, it, keep it, it was on the, the response like, hey, oh. I know this story just broke that we're doing crunch night now and we said we didn't, but here's why and here's how we're, you know, they, they, they definitely, that was a damage control statement. I'm sure if it, no one said it, if no one leaked it, we wouldn't, we know. would have no idea. Yeah. And I think that this uh, might be another thing that Nintendo is ahead of the ball on uh, maybe five or so years in advance, like they kind of were with Nintendo Directs, how a lot of companies now are starting to do digital presentations uh, for their games, is the don't announce your game until it's ready to launch. Yes. Because I'm all I would for that. so much prefer just to not know any details about a game's development, not know it was coming at all, and then get the game announced. It's out in a couple months. Yeah. I'm and it's like no worries about crunch or delays or any development hell stories. Nothing about the like developer switches we're hearing with Metroid Prime Four. Just get the game when it's ready, and then you can take it there. Because I feel like knowing so much about the inner workings of a game's development, like in a way, 
affects my perception of the game when it comes out. Mm. Because it's like you put you build up so much expectation, you know. Like with Metroid Prime 4, for example, I'm like, okay, this game has been in development for several years, has restarted development, Switch developers, Switch development heads. So many times, I'm like, if that game is not like amazing, then what's the point? Yeah, I'm I'm feeling that way a little bit with Cyberpunk. It's like this has been hyped up so much. So many people are saying this is going to be the greatest video game of all time, and I'm sitting here yeah. pretty uh, skeptical of it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure point. it was announced before The Witcher Three was. Oh, geez, was it was really? It? Yeah. Oh my geez. god. So that's going like what? I think like so. Six, seven years. Yeah, it's been a really long time. Hmm. It 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 was announced, and then you didn't hear anything about it for about three or four years. Wow. Well. Supposedly coming out in six weeks, so we'll see what happens there. Um, Tokyo Game Show happened this past weekend, I believe, right? Was it mm-hmm. over the weekend? Yep. Yes. Um, there's a couple cool announcements from it. Nothing too huge. Yeah, uh, I did not tune in. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity got a gameplay demo, 13 <sighs> minutes. It's just Link in Hyrule Field just slapping a bunch of bacoblins. <laughs> pretty much Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, it looks like it. But the aesthetics and the sounds... it. It looks like Breath of the Wild. That's yeah, the, the which really, is really cool thing cool. about it. Yeah, um, it, it it they literally just took all the assets and are reusing them. So Sweet. it's really cool in that regard. But um, nothing too crazy about it. The game they had gameplay for Monster Hunter Rise, which none of us are super yeah. invested in. Uh, Near Replicant is getting uh, this is like a remaster, right, of an old Near game. I think it's a complete remake. Really, is it from what I was reading from like. Comments this is saying yeah. upgraded version of the 2010 Japanese RPG. Maybe oh maybe it's, this is the first release in the US. Maybe well, that's what it is. There's another near game, right? Yeah, uh, Autom- Autom- which release? was like extra- yeah, Autotoma. Yeah, no, not Autotoma. An- another near game announced at this was it uh, at this show? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, um, a different one. I do know this. What was the one you said? New Replicant. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like the near replicant like, version one point two two four seven four four eight seven. No, I'm pretty sure there was another near game that is getting its first Western release. Well, we're gonna keep going down this. I didn't see anything for it, but we'll see. Dynasty okay. no- Warriors nine, cool. If uh, cool. Uh, <laughs> Hyrule Warriors, Warriors wasn't enough, yeah, yeah. Balan Wonder World. That was that cool game that yeah. kind of we said used that one from the creator of Sonic and Knights. Yeah, but it used that yeah. Mario Odyssey mechanic, kind of of like different gimmicks to like traverse levels so that one looked cool um we got a just a switch announcement trailer for that uh some cyberpunk stuff resident evil village which mm-hmm. are we supposed to call it village or eight everywhere it's written it says vi- i'm just gonna okay. call it eight this says resident evil village underneath that it says resident evil eight village i don't know i, th- I um, think it's you can go either way because wasn't it like the eight roman in roman numerals hidden within the village yeah well, it's kind of like how wasn't resident evil 7 ca- titled resident evil 7 biohazard yes but Bi- isn't biohazard just the name of the yes. game yeah so then the japanese title was like biohazard 7 resident evil biohazard 7 or something it was like really <laughs> really, <laughs> really? <laughs> really dumb i'm sure there has to be some sort of translation in japanese that makes more sense um probably they're looking to potentially bring it to the xbox one and ps4 alongside ps5 and no? so they haven't that's not their development plan currently they're looking they're looking into it that's interesting okay i could see it maybe coming out for xbox then but Mm -hmm. maybe not ps4 i don't don't know how different the architecture is yeah not sure um resident evil 8 will be more so focused on exploration than resident evil 7 which is cool Mm mm-hmm uh, and they also announced Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, which is a Netflix show. It's oh, yeah. A, it's a CG uh, animation mm. style. 
starring Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield. I hope. Which are the two main characters of Resident Evil 2. Uh, We got some stuff about King Mart's Melody of Memory. (laughs) Anyone want to play that demo? Mm. No? Okay. Scarlet Nexus. I don't even know what that is. Oh, that's the... um, It's like the anime crazy... Is, Is it a platinum game? No. No? It looks really cool. I'll have to uh, check it the out characters yeah, are we, we've it. talked about it because it's been in like four presentations that we've talked about. I don't know if really? it was in PS4 conference or, or PS5 conference or Xbox. I think it was PS5's conference. Like that thing. showed up. Yeah, yeah I think Scarlet it was there. Was That's there. right. Yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, Andrew, here's your near thing. Near reincarnation. Yes. It was a mobile game. Uh, that is why I did not uh, notice it at all. Nino Kuni Cross Worlds. What is this? A uh, new Nino. Oh, it's a mobile. Game. It's, it's yeah, a mobile but it's game. A mobile game. <laughs> <laughs> Dynasty Warriors is getting a mobile game. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, all this stuff kind of at the end is kind of not anything interesting. Um, all right, so yeah, big things: some Resident Evil news, uh, Hyrule Warriors gameplay. It's really, the couple big ones that are in there for me. Um, so nothing crazy coming out of Tokyo Game Show. Pretty straightforward this time around. Uh, how much did you guys see about the Luna? Amazon. I saw the jokes about the controller Luna. looking almost exactly like a pro controller. A pro controller. Yeah. Other uh, than that, I didn't really look into it too, too much. Uh, yeah. So it's Amazon's new cloud gaming service. So they're kind of trying to do what Stadia is doing, but they're mm-hmm. taking a bit of a different approach to it. Yeah. Uh, so they you have to subscribe to channels. Yeah. So yep. w- and then within those channels, you get games. So it's more like Netflix, where it's you don't have to full out buy the games like you do on Stadium, but it is, it's definitely its own thing. Where within these, so there's going to be the the Ubisoft channel. So you'll be able to if you subscribe to that, which they, we really don't have any pricing on anything. Yeah, is each channel right. its own price point? I don't. So all we know right now is the Luna Plus channel is going to be six dollars a month, and it's going to launch with Resident Evil Seven, Control, A Plague Tale, Ukulele, and the Possible Lair. Um, it's actually the impossible layer. Impossible. I believe. Layer. I believe that is quite the important <laughs> distinction. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Like, would Ubisofts be ten bucks, fifteen bucks a month? It I, sounds yeah, like it. I don't know. Maybe is up to them. Yeah, that's what it kind of publisher. But how much is? I want to say like EA Play is like. Ten, I think it's ten dollars a month. So I could see it being around that kind of a price point. Yeah. Uh. It's. So here's the thing: is this this is gonna add up really quickly? I feel like if you subscribe just to one channel, say you describe subscribe just to Luna Plus, it seems like it's gonna be kind of a big random assortment of games. Yeah. And who knows what they can get the rights to? That's but what it sounds like. It's gonna be like that. That's their Amazon channel, and they're gonna try to pull in the greatest, like the games that they can pull in from maybe not top publishers yeah. that have their own channels but like maybe they'll try to like sneak over some titles from from like Microsoft or you know some other big games yeah. to try to like keep you subscribed to that one and then like yeah like, uh kind of like yeah kind of like what Game Pass was doing where mm-hmm. they were just trying to strike deals with people to get their games on yeah. Game Pass and then uh yeah but i i guess yeah the, the curious thing is what how much are these gonna channels gonna cost i'm very yeah because if they're all six bucks that's not terrible but then 
you get two channels. If say they're all six bucks theoretically, you get two channels, and that's already more than the basic Game Pass subscription. Right. So and th- the games are streamed. Yes, all of these games are streamed. Uh, I think you can download them. They said on your PC. I didn't look too far into it, but um, uh, I am not one hundred percent sure. I think you might be able to download them on your PC, but you're streaming them to your uh, your Fire Stick on your TV, your mm-hmm. any. Uh, like laptop, mobile phone, that type yeah. of stuff. It's all streamed from their servers. You can get in with $50 controller, which Adam was saying everyone thinks it looks exactly like a Switch Pro controller. because they're right. It's just a little more purple. But yeah, it's pretty identical. Um, and one of the fair, it's hard to make a unique controller nowadays. True. They're all pretty streamlined. Yeah. Unless you're Nintendo. Yeah. Um, Unless it's a Joy-Con. A controller is pretty much a controller at this point. They're talking one of their big things that they're hyping up is that it's going to have twitch integration because amazon owns twitch so they'll you'll be able to see kind of what google twitch? what is it amazon owns twitch mm-hmm. huh. that's why you, that's why you twitch get prime. prime yeah twitch prime is amazon part of your prime. amazon prime oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah they're they're kind of toting what google was saying where you'd be watching a youtube video of someone playing a game and you would say hey look at this cool game hit this button underneath and then we can play it yeah what's going on andrew there's something in my water. Oh, well and it came from your house. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I've drunk half of this glass. So we're in I'm a gonna go to the hospital after this. We're <laughs> in a weird, gross basement. So, uh, careful with that water. Uh, Do you see that? No. Oh yeah, there's like little particles in there. I want to mm. get a different cup. Yeah, we can do that later. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Does anyone have any interest in this? I know we're all pretty not on board for stadia this looks like it's just going to be a different take on exactly what they're doing yeah i mean i just don't trust game streaming at all i do like the channel aspect more than i like the buying yes i do i do not like the buying full games while streaming because it's at that point okay just buy a console and also i like yeah i kind of like the idea like if i know i like like rainbow six siege and Assassin's Creed, and I know there's a big update coming out this November. I can up, you know, subscribe for November, play those games, and then unsubscribe from the channel if I mm-hmm. want to, you know, if I don't feel like paying for it. And that's, I, I also like we um, back when we had the Assassin's Creed episode, we talked a lot with Jeremy um, uses streaming games right now. Yeah, this seems way better for someone like him who. Oh. He travels, and so if he's, like, traveling to an area where he can't physically, like, play games streaming, why would he have his subscription going for something like Google Stadia or, like, Game Pass or something? Mm. But if, so he, like, with this, you know, he knows he's going to be in an area. He can subscribe for that month or whatever and then unsubscribe when he knows, you know. It seems a little bit more consumer-friendly than Stadia. Um, But still, yeah, it's it's still streaming. Uh, Yeah. I don't see Twitch streamers using this because no, they don't huge unless unless streaming it through their software somehow create ba- creates better latency with because there's la- like there's so much latency yeah. between the the streamer and the game the game and the s- capture software and then the capture software and the s- Twitch itself so yeah. maybe. That might in- decrease the time between. If you're doing everything on their super servers, maybe they're like they are showing your feed directly to you, but then they are streaming out your feed as opposed to you having to do it. 
Right. That, so, I can see that being, but, but then you have you still have to deal with like input lag. Yeah. On the gameplay know. side, and I don't know if it's unless it's really good. Yeah, there's definitely still a lot up in the air yeah. with this. Uh, Jeremy, if you are out there listening, send us an email at GameSharksPodcast at Yahoo.com because I want to know your take on this. I forgot that you guys talked about how you uh, – he actively uses Stadia, right? Cause yeah. Because he has to. Um, so, yeah, I'm curious to see what you think. Uh, and, yeah, we'll talk about this more as we learn more about it. I'm assuming no one here is going to jump on board when it first no, happens. Absolutely not. Nah. All right. Last piece of news. Among Us 2 – has been canceled. <laughs> Did you know they were making Among Us too? I nope. had saw that they were. Di- they were. Uh, instead, yeah, because Among Us came out what 2017? 2018? 2018? 2018, Yeah. Uh, so it's been around for over two years at this point, and they were planning on a second one, and then the first one got so popular they just decided, hey, let's not work on the second one anymore. Everything we were going to do in the second one, we'll just put in the first one to not split their player base, yeah. keep everything consolidated in one special. That location. sounds like a, a great plan yeah i think that's very (laughs) smart um take notes nintendo among us stop making more smash games among us seems to be the new fortnite the new big everyone's gotta play it game uh i have i've had people text me uh allison's cousin texted me he plays very few video games maybe one a year at this point in his life and he said hey man do you play among us we should do a game with the whole family uh so this is it's like fortnite where it's transcending just the video game community and becoming mm-hmm. a general pop culture thing, like kind of on the level of Pokemon Go. Uh, I think this is bigger than Fall Guys. I feel like Fall Guys has already Fall fallen Guys, off the cliff. Like, you have to be a gamer to do it. Whereas, but even then, I like Fall Guys burned so bright so quickly, and I already feel like I don't hear anyone talking about Fall Guys. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, but have any of you played Among Us? I bought it this week because it's only five bucks. Yeah, it is so. five bucks. I, what so, is it? Fifty nine megabytes or something like that. It's not big at all. It's, it, I downloaded it in about ten seconds. The whole game. I've been waiting yeah. to download it so I could play it with you guys. Yeah, uh, I I finally played for the first time. Uh, Tcon invited me to play with his cousins and his brothers. Uh, I I only played a couple games and I didn't know what I was doing, so I haven't really gotten bit by the bug yet. Uh, I th- there's definitely potential there. I think it's one of those games that you have to play with the right group. I think you oh, also need that. to learn what you're doing because I was just running around and everyone was like talking about these things and using this lingo. Ah, orange is sus and like all these. Oh, like well, <laughs> sus is a word that's existed in the in the internet. But lingo I for know, years. but like it's huge here. The, oh, I know. Everyone is saying sus. I know. Just no. from being on the internet in general, I've seen so many memes mm-hmm. about it, and I'm just like, okay, I can kind of understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, it's um, just like uh, Secret Hitler. Secret Hitler, One Night Werewolf, where there's one or two people who are against everybody else. Um, there's also the Push the Button. Is that the the Jackbox mm-hmm. Five game where you're? Yeah. On, it's almost the same exact thing where you're on a spaceship and oh, someone's, yeah, 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 someone yeah. is an alien and you got to figure out who it is. Uh, so we should all play it sometime soon. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Uh, is it crossplay between mobile and and the? Non, because it's free on so. mobile. It is free on mobile. Yeah. If it's not now, they're definitely working they on it. Work uh, they're on making, it. Uh, they're making an account system, so right, it's easier right. to find people. Um, there's a this has really strong Discord incorporation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, when they were setting up a game, the people I was playing with, they sent an invitation through the Discord server, and just it was a button, and you just hit the button, and yeah. you would join the game in Among Us. So it was really cool. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it's. I have to figure out how to play and do everything properly. I was 
one of the games I was the imposter and I, <laughs> I actually killed everyone in one. Wait, uh, what? Yeah, so I killed a bunch of people and then they voted out the wrong person twice because I was just I was lying out my ass and it was just me, Tcon, and his brother. Which one? Matt. Oh, Joey. Uh, and I was saying it's definitely not me. I saw Matt. He was doing this thing, and it was really <laughs> weird. I don't know what I'm doing, and but what he did was kind of weird. And I definitely fully believe that T-Con believed you See, over his brother. Yeah. yeah, so here's the thing. He's like, I don't know. I don't. And I messaged him on the side, and I said, it's definitely Matt. Please vote for him. He said, okay, don't fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was me. Uh, and then so what, there's just you as the imposter and one other person the win. So yeah. I won, and it was pretty fun. That's how you get to not be trusted ever again in that game, though. Yeah, but everybody's nobody can be but trusted. But he has more crowns in that game than he does in Fall Guys. I have one more games of Among Us than five. I'm a 50% win rate <laughs> as the imposter. Um, all right, yeah, so cool stuff. I'm sure we'll hear more about Among Us as time goes on. Um, that's all I got for the news. I think it's going to burn brighter than Fall Guys. This you is, like that's get, my take. Get more popular than Fall Guys? No, did? I think or it's going to die go, quicker. Oh, I don't think so because yeah. this is no, on mobile. I see my niece is playing, playing it. it. My like, I have family that doesn't play video games. Oh, They're wow. playing it. A couple of my friends have invited me to play it several times, and every single time I say no, I don't have it. Yeah, it's, maybe I just don't belong to the right social circles. It's surprisingly <laughs> nobody's talked problem, about it around me. The problem <laughs> is, it's big. I'm um, like among people who aren't us it's big among younger people younger, uh yeah. people who are young very people. into watching yeah, them young kids people who are really into watching twitch streams it's the number one yeah. streamed game on twitch right now which i don't think Fall i guess Guys ever got to that my, status my thinking is is that this won't be like Fortnite, where it'll have a constant twitch following i think that once all the all these twitch streamers are just bored mm. that are streaming it right now and then once like the big titles release Overwatch this november two. They're all going to move away from this game, and it's not going to be on Twitch anymore. And See, I think this is one of the best social games on Twitch because people in the chat can... There's like a a story being developed as the, the player is playing, yeah. and the community can really get behind that. And I don't know. I feel like... It's gonna. Mm. It's a fun game to watch on Twitch. I haven't yeah. watched any of it, but I could see why. Yeah, people who kind of grew up with Twitch being their main TV at this point. Right. Uh, they might look forward to to someone. Yeah. Like, hey, if it's once a week, they they'll still want. Like, hey, are you gonna play Among Us this week? Kind of. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. Plus, I think giving That's this type of game the the whole asymmetric us versus you, but you is secret. Yeah. Uh, dynamic is made v much more accessible by this being a like a like a free mobile game you oh know? yeah like i sure. got my friends way into secret hitler and we played it at every single party so much so that they bought another copy and stopped playing with me <laughs> um and uh they all love secret hitler to death yeah and uh and now they are all in love with this game so yeah it's uh i think it's gonna be really popular for a long time um all right Let's take a break so Andrew can go get some new water. new water. And when we come back, we will talk about what we've been playing lately. Okay, we are back uh, from our break. And we're going to talk about what games we've been playing lately. Adam, you haven't been here for three weeks, so what have you been Has playing lately? Has it been lately? three weeks? Yeah, you missed uh, the last two episodes. Yeah, two, uh, haven't seen you guys in a while. Uh, so yeah, uh, even though I'm you know back taking classes and teaching things, I managed to play a few new things over the last couple of weeks. Uh, finish Control, we'll get, that, we'll get to that later. Yay. So since you guys lifted it from our confines of the hat, I did start playing Ori in the Blind Forest. Nice, what do you think? God, that game is beautiful. 
Oh, just wait. <laughs> I know it's that? probably going to yeah. get even better. But Sorry, my phone went off. <laughs> I'm not too far into it now. I just got the double jump. Okay. So I haven't had a lot of time this week to play, but it has been fun. I'm kind of liking how the beginning was kind of like almost storybook-esque. Like you're kind of getting like, like the text popping up on the screen, like kind of a narrator style. So I don't know. It's just really fun so far. I'm enjoying the gameplay of it. I'm enjoying the story. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a beautiful game. Yeah, mm, for sure. And, and then once you finish that, you can play Will. Yeah, exactly. That's the plan. That's why I was so happy when I heard you guys in the last episode saying or taking it out. And like I immediately went to go download it on my Switch because I was actually going to ask about it. So like Derek beat me to the punch on that. It's <laughs> like like guys, Will the Wisp is on Switch now. Can I please play Ori? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I didn't want to play Wisps until I played the first one. Yes, you Valid. can. Uh, so aside from that, my friend also let me borrow uh, Link's Awakening on the Switch. Oh, oh cool. nice. Oh, what so do you I, think? Uh, I hadn't, like, I just I turned it on so far because I had an issue with my Joy-Con that same day, uh, which I managed to fix because I was moving Link around the map. And I was noticing whenever I moved down, he was going, like, half speed. So it's like, oh, shit, this thing is drifting again, isn't it? Oh, no. Did you send yours in for repair? I didn't. I had to get a replacement after a while. Uh, that I, one was I, drifting? No, I fixed it. I updated the Joy-Con, and it stopped doing it. Really? So it might have just been like a small issue. It's not like drifting, drifting. It was more so like when I was doing the down input, it wasn't realizing I was fully pressing down. Hmm. So it was reacting as though I was only like lightly pressing it. It's like yeah. making him walk. Yeah, that was happening. That happens to my left green Joy-Con, so I haven't used it. Mine's left green, too. That's the, that's the sign. Is mine left green, or is my? I think I have a right green. No, it's a left green. I have two greens. I sent three Joy-Con into Nintendo. Yeah, oh, I remember wow. because you bought the pink green Joy-Cons and I also bought the pink green Joy-Cons. That's right. And you freaked out because you were like, no, we can't have the same ones. <laughs> yeah, so I ended up, I ended up doing blue green. Um, yeah, so I originally tried to fix one of the ones I had, but I ended up stripping the screw on it, so I couldn't get into it. Oh, that sucks. I, I ended up destroying the screws when I tried to do put it in a custom jungle uh see-through yeah jungle so that yeah at that point it was like well it's clear that i tried to tamper with this so i'll just get a replacement set so i've got i've got a spare right pink if anyone wants it hmm good to know i'll add it to my other right pink (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah so i haven't gotten into that yet the whole i fixed the joy con problem but because of that and then i got busy over the week with some rough homework Mm -hmm. that i kind of had to finish so that's that's on the weekend plan but still getting going on that. Uh, what else was there? I did, I bought Among Us. Haven't played it yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've also been playing a lot of the new Teamfight Tactics set. Ah, how's I'm, that going? I'm already Silver 2. Killing it. Nice. Uh, I do like the mechanics. I know some stuff is already kind of getting nerfed because a few of the traits they brought out were a little too good. Mm-hmm. Like, did you guys, we played a few. We played a little bit, but that's... I've played a couple of games. Yeah, like the, I think they're nerfing Cultist. Oh, the one that summons Galio? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you thought that was going to be pretty strong really? to begin with. I didn't win with it. Yeah, if you build it right, it's really bad. Like, one of the one of the current meta things is you get Callista in the back and give her, like, a Rage Blade, a Runans, and Guardian Angel. Yeah, you see, when I tried to do it, I didn't get any, any Callistas. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, she's the carry of that comp. Yeah. But uh, speaking of League, actually, I know this is, like, sort of news. I haven't played it myself, but they did. Uh, my friend Dwayne sent me a video last night of... Something they're doing with the new item system. Okay. Yeah, they just dropped all of the new items. Yeah, did you guys see that? For League of Legends? Yeah. Yeah, they t- they described all of the new mythic items that you were talking about last time you came on. Yeah, but they also revealed what they're doing about jungle, and that's pretty ridiculous. Oh, I didn't see that. So 
here's what's going on with jungle, and this is just kind of fun to think about. Okay. So in the beginning, you have a choice of two items. I think it's like they're both called Doran something, like yeah. the Forge Heart and the Hail Seed. One gives you challenging, one gives you the freezing smite. Okay. So after you smite, after you smite five times, that's when you get the upgraded smite, and then the item vanishes, but you keep the bonuses. Hmm. So does it free you up? You don't have to buy. Yeah, it prevents you from ha- having a required jungle item slot in your build. Ah. So the item it's, the item gives you all of the original jungle item bonuses. It just fuses to you, basically. Yeah. So once you smite five times, I it upgrades your smite, and then <laughs> it will. The item vanishes and frees up your slot. What if you take summoner spellbook, start with uh, that item, switch to summoner spellbook or to smite five times? Smite gotta be thing. something you can't do that. against that. What? So you can't. Why? Because Summoner Spellbook works in a way where after you've taken Smite one time, you can't take it again for like 20 minutes. 20 minutes? Yeah, I, I thought know. it was it's like some, five minutes. I don't know. It's some long amount of time. I don't think it's It, it must long. work differently with Smite because it's like a, that's a required jungle thing. I'm sure someone is trying to break it somewhere. Well, speaking, of, speaking of Broken, the reason I was talking about Broken was so it's on the public beta environment for six weeks for these new items because mm-hmm. they got rid of a shit ton of items. Yeah. It's like all of our builds are no good anymore. Rest in peace, Rod of Ages. Hmm. So a lot of old items got upgraded to Mythic. So like Luden's Echo is now Luden's Tempest. Sunfire Cape is now Sunfire Aegis. Yeah. But uh, my friend Dwayne sent me a video last night. So this is why it's testing for six weeks. Uh, someone pulled the So cooldown reduction is now gone. It's replaced with... Uh, ability Yeah, haste. Ability Haste. That's the name for it. Evidently, they're going to need to tinker with that because my friend... I'll send you guys the video after. So my friend Dwayne sent me this video where some guy managed to get the cooldown on Morgana's Q to be less than the duration of the stun. Tight. So, so it's, an, it's an infinite stun. <laughs> that, I mean, it's not hard since the duration of the stun is two years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but still, it seems like the ability haste can go further than cooldown reduction ever could. So I wouldn't Great. be surprised if they have to like toy with that to avoid like perma stun yeah. main yeah. draws i've heard is that the assassin items are absolutely broken good i love it oh yeah they up they upgraded dusk blade like when you get a kill give you invisibility yeah when you get a kill you go invisible i quit league of legends yep. it was yeah, nice it, playing. It, it's now the team fight multi-kill assassin item great Jeez. they absolutely needed to give assassins the ability to assassinate more than one person it's like none of the enchanter mythics actually do what enchanters want to do it doesn't focus at all on like shield and heal power and mostly is just to knock off AP items. Hmm. Uh, all of the tank mythics have Immolate, which is the Sunfire passive. Yeah, Sweet. so there's three different ones. One is straight up Sunfire. They changed Iceborne into Frostfire Gauntlet, which slows and has the Immolate. And then the Righteous Glory, which gives you the Let's, let's Go Fast and the Immolate. <laughs> so... Well. So two of them are just Sunfire Plus. Yeah, just remember that this is still, this is like, yeah, these are all very much subject to Oh, change. gosh, yeah, they're going to have to change a lot. It just the infinite stun I get a lot of laughs about. Cause, mm. Yeah, because Morgana's stun was bad enough without the cooldown being less than the stun. Yeah. Okay. I'm watching Derek process all of this and be like, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I used to play Morgana sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's fun. I mean, other than that, I haven't really been, that, for me, it's a lot of things I've been playing. But yeah. And I didn't even really play all the item stuff. I just thought it was fun to talk about. Okay. Cool. But I've been playing some ARAM, so I guess I've been playing League a little bit. There you go. That it for you? Overall? Nothing else? Yeah, that's it. Okay. 
Derek, you said you haven't really been playing anything. Yeah. Well, so I focus. I was focusing on control after mm-hmm. um, finishing Ghosts, and then, but I also I did play Ori for a little bit. Um, but I put it down because I was having this weird issue where it was like, uh, like my frames were dropping like crazy, and it turns out. What are you playing s- on? My computer. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, this is weird. I should be able to run a game that came out a long time ago on my computer. So I ended up, uh, it turned out, I guess, VSync was off, which I guess it, when I turned VSync off, it, when you turn VSync off in the PC version, it limits the, the, um, FPS to 60. So it wouldn't go past it. And because it was doing that, it was like having trouble doing things so i turned it on and it matched my refresh rate and now it runs like perfectly at 144 frames per second i was like this is really weird i've never seen a game that's done this before yeah that's really Um, odd so i was like not i was like very hesitant about playing i was like well maybe i should just pick it up for switch because maybe it'll run better Mm -hmm. like like maybe it just doesn't run good on the game pass version but i did figure it out and it runs great and it plays great and are you playing the first ori or the second ori the first one okay yeah um I don't know how I feel about the combat currently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's the weakest part of that game. Yeah. I know you guys had mentioned that before. So I'm yeah. Like, Isn't it just you have a little sprite thing following you and you just, you just mash the X button and, and it does shoot. its own yeah. thing. So yeah. I'm, I'm guessing once maybe I get more platforming abilities, it makes it a little better because you can kind of move around. I didn't get far into it. the first Ori. I played yeah. for maybe an hour. We'll so. see how... how yeah. Will of the Wisps is a real evolution of that yeah i'll see we'll see how far i get before i decide maybe i should just jump to the second one uh but i did start playing hades let's go what do you think <laughs> uh wow right this game is insane game of the year contender oh 100 percent. andrew please play I'm this gonna, game shut up. it's so good uh i like i'm not the biggest roguelike person mm-hmm. but the yeah just the the world they've created in Hades like you're talking about like the fact that like every time you go in and you talk to talk to one of the other gods for the first time they have something to say to you and like the story is slowly progressing and I thought at first they like throw you in and after like the first run or two it's like okay like this is the game now but yeah. the game continues to like they add kind of some new things here and there mm-hmm. I was like oh they like, get sprinkled in every once in a while still yeah I was like wow this is great like I just unlocked uh, a second tier of abilities or something and uh, like all it was is just like you know you go back and uh, Nyx was like hey like talk you know talk to me and she gave you new abilities I was like oh yeah. cool okay. Um, I still have two weapons left to unlock. I think I have to get. The so you have fists. to get the fist and then the rail gun. The rail gun. Oh, rail baby. Gun's pretty fun. Uh, and then I think right after that you can start upgrading the weapons. Yes. Yeah, so once yeah. you, I uh, it was after I unlocked all of them. I did a couple more runs and then Skelly <laughs> isn't Skelly awesome? Skelly is fucking great. Uh, Skelly is like, hey man, why don't you go over and t- uh, t- try touching that weapon over there with that glow? <laughs> <laughs> And then you do, the and then just voiced, or did you make that up? That's, that's what he sounds like. What he okay. sounds like. Yeah. I, I gotta play this now. <laughs> oh, it's uh, really good. So that's what you use the the Tartarus blood. Yeah, the, the blood, the Titan blood, Titan blood. Yeah, yeah, that's what you use the Titan blood for is upgrading weapons. Yeah. So I've I've gotten I've beaten the first boss with every single weapon that I've unlocked so far. Nice. Um, and I've gotten close to getting beating this. I think it's like this. The, the, the bones uh, serpent. The bones. Yeah. I hate the bone serpent. I got close. Once I had like a really great build of like it was like I had drunk 
the drunk thing mm-hmm. plus doom. So just anytime I hit them with like a special, like they just inflict dots, and it was like great for clearing up the the extra heads. But I just like. I think I got crushed by a rock and I was like, Oh my God, I didn't even get die to the boss. I got like, I hit a thing and it dropped like one a of the pillars. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, all right, I, I went back, I did all the other weapons and now I'm like, all right, now I'm going to like focus on trying to get past this boss mm. so I can progress for, Oh, it's just, I can't, I can't <laughs> it's put so it down. Good. Oh, I can't stop playing. I have beaten the second boss with everything but the spear. And that's mm. just because you know how some weapons, they are imbued with darkness and you get more, of the darkness currency if you use that weapon on that run right so yes, i yes. just haven't gotten to it the spear yet since i've gotten okay. like to the point where i can beat that boss right uh and i've i haven't beaten the i've gotten to the third boss with i think two or three different weapons and i haven't mm-hmm. been able to beat it yet uh but man <sighs> it's so good it's I there's is that also there's this like weird feeling where I d- i'm not convinced i've gotten better at the game like I, for some reason, I'm like I think they just made the game easier. But you just get so, like in small or stronger in the smallest increments. So each run is a little bit easier. Yeah, I I like think about it. I'm like, well, I don't know. Like I feel like I'm smarter about the decisions I make about my abilities, and I understand the abilities more. So I know that like, hey, if I'm running the bow and I don't have a great build, but I have like the we're like I had like the special. Uh, inflicted doom mm-hmm. so I just dodged around the map and hit that all the time and eventually like I killed the first boss like yeah. it was really slow but like that was how the build like I hadn't really gotten some good stuff that I understood the bo- like I don't like the bow but oh see I I'm, like, like the bow. I forced my myself to get through with what it. is your favorite uh, either the spear or the, sh- or the sword I uh, had some really I good runs the, with I the hate, spear. I hate the sword. The sword can do a lot of raw damage, but it has no range to it whatsoever. That right. That that's like uh, the big. But I feel like if you get a good um, cast with the sword, yeah. it really changed it up. Like because I've got you know you got upgraded where you have three casts yep. with the and so I was like yeah ah uh, this game is so good. I think my favorite <laughs> is the shield the because shield? you have the range. You can block with it, and, and you, you can throw. you can do the DPS almost like you. Uh, Almost like you have the sword. The yeah. gauntlets are probably the best, just pure DPS. They like are, just okay. you punch things so fast, and then the railgun is kind of just chaos. <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah, I'm excited to play this game more. Yeah, Adam, you gotta buy Hades. It sounds like a lot of fun. I think it's my next purchase. You, you like roguelikes quite a bit, right? You I, played I do. Binding of Isaac, uh, Wizard of Legend. I've been playing a lot of End of the Gungeon too. There you go. So, oh yeah, yeah. I want to play alley. more Binding of Isaac because they just announced another update. Oh really? Yeah. I forgot what it was called, but it's adding all of the fan-made mod anti-birth. Oh, God. Uh, which is massive. Hmm. Uh, so this update's going to be even bigger than all of the other updates combined. Jeez. I told Andrew that if Hades gets snubbed in Game of the Year because he didn't play, it, play it's, it, it's not on his list, <laughs> I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> yeah, from I haven't seen you guys praise a game like this in a bit. It's been a while for so. me. Yeah, uh, I think just that alone is convincing me I need to go play I don't this. think a game is uh, – this style, at least, of game has grabbed me like uh, – like I didn't expect to like it as much as I am. Yeah, I didn't either. I And, like, I've played roguelikes. The closest one i played is Dead Cells. Yeah. And yeah. I like Dead Cells decently, but I got to a point where it's just like, I don't – I'm not enjoying my runs anymore. Mm-hmm. But every time I start a new run in Hades, I'm like, yeah, let's go. I'm so excited. Using the, the gauntlet this time, sweet. <laughs> Yeah, maybe they, I'll get the the diamond this time. Beat the the guys. Sorry, <laughs> it's another currency you get uh, cool. for beating a boss. Anyways, um, yeah, Hades is fucking amazing. If you haven't played it, everyone go play it. Um, anything else? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, right? 
I was going. Oh, I, I want to try um, Crusader Kings three. Ah, uh, didn't IGN give that game a ten? That's correct. Yeah, it came out on Game Pass, and Dante's Ooh. been playing it and said uh, it's a lot of it's it's fun. Okay, um, but I know that the second one, the second one was really good, but it has an extremely steep learning curve, and this one is supposedly better at getting into. And it's I've always, I'm, I'm like I like what's that like strategy games mm -hmm. a little bit but i find if a game is too high of a learning curve i don't have the patience to get into it yeah so i'm hoping that this one has a good and i can play it a little bit because i do like strategy games from time to time as like kind of like a a break mm. yeah yeah and i did try team fight tactics a little bit here and there Hell yeah. what do you think um i just i think i need to play it a little bit on my computer and not it's, on my phone. It's better on the computer because you can, especially with the new set, I was trying to play on my phone and it's harder to kind of hover and see what right. everything see does. see what things do. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I like started, I was like, okay, I kind of know what I'm doing. And then I got like a few rounds in and I was like, I'm lost now. Like I have <laughs> items that I don't really know what they do, but I know I need to put them on people. And I'm like, I kind of remember some of these champions. So I think I need to put these items on. Yeah. I was getting a little lost, but I was doing well for a little bit. There you go. So I'll, I'll probably play a little more of that from time to time because I do like the auto chess, just mm. do thing and relax for a couple seconds. <laughs> cool. Um, I have nothing. Besides, I, Hades is my big one still. I played a little bit of Among Us. Other than that, League, Legends of Runeterra, Smash, you know, the usual stuff. Nothing mind-blowing on my end. What about you, Andrew? Uh, well, funny that Steve from Minecraft got announced this week because I have been playing a lot of Minecraft. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, just another game I go back to every now and then. Uh, it's like my Animal Crossing, mm. but I like it. <laughs> um, I think the I thought about it a little bit, and I think the main reason, the main thing that separates it from Animal Crossing is that, in a way, they're both sandbox games. But Animal Crossing limits you until you progress a certain amount mm -hmm. of the way through the game, whereas Minecraft you can just do whatever you want immediately. There's nothing prohibiting you from doing anything you can build shit if you want or you can go mine or you can go explore it's yeah. like whatever the world's your oyster so yeah so that's been good i'd spent like six hours one day just carving out a tunnel so play hades <laughs> <laughs> anyways continue i can't make uh cool tunnels in hades jeff i'm sorry you're already in cool tunnels. i was playing minecraft with friends so okay you let me know when I can play Hades with friends, and maybe we'll talk. Come over and sit on the couch. Right. <laughs> uh, nope. So that that was fun. Uh, I played. I had a real strong itch for whatever reason to go back to Final Fantasy 15. Ah, yes. Uh, and this time I went in after watching uh, Brotherhood and Kingsglaive, the accompanying anime and movie, and I made it. 90% of the way through the movie without realizing that Aaron Paul is the main voice actor. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. He like did he did one line like towards the end of the movie and I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's that's Jesse motherfucking Pinkman." <laughs> Who did, does he play? He uh, plays Nick's. He plays Okay. Yeah. The yeah. guy on the cover with the, yeah. the mullet, not mm -hmm. mullet. Yeah. Oh. So, those are cool and I started playing the game. I started playing New Game Plus, which is the first New Game Plus I've ever done. Uh, and I think that they did it wrong because you keep your level, which removes any sort of challenge whatsoever from any of the fights. Uh, and after not playing that game for four years, I was kind of looking forward to, you know, actually engaging in the combat again. Well, yeah, that's what new game pluses have always been. But the, I know, the, but the enemies don't scale to your new level? No. Uh... 
Weird. Yeah, so I feel like this is much more intent. New Game Plus, at least this version of it, is much more intended for someone who has just beaten the game and wants to play through it again for other reasons, whereas yeah. I'm replaying it after years. Um, and I also noticed that I am very close to getting the Platinum. Uh, the only things I have to do are like level up some skills, beat the turtle, and... Uh, and I think get all of the auger weapons. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. So I might go and do that, uh, depending uh, on vacation, which is next week. Yeah, Andrew right. is doing a staycation next week. Nice. Staying home and playing video games for a week. Yep, and disc golf. Don't hurt yourself. Uh, but I also might not because I also downloaded another game uh, and that I have been playing far more. And that is Dark Souls. Oh. Okay. Which and I all did right. not expect. To for for some when I downloaded Final Fantasy 15, I was like, I own Dark Souls, so I'm gonna download it and see what happens. I just got a which, strange desire. Which Dark version? Souls remastered. You're playing the remastered version, yep. okay? And I am thoroughly enjoying it, oh. uh, <laughs> which I did not expect because I was so hot, I was so low on it before. Yeah, and I think, I think, I think I went into it with the wrong mindset last time. Because last time I was like, I didn't look anything up. Mm -hmm. I just kind of went in. I chose a class, made a guy, and I fucked around for a little while. And I, you know, explored a little bit. And I think that I should have informed myself a little more before going into it. Because yeah. now that I have done a little more research, I understand, okay, which stats should I actually focus on? Yeah. Like, what stats do I need in order to wield certain weapons? Uh, and so I've been loosely following a guide just to make it a little bit nice. uh, less of a, of yeah. a stress inducer for me. I I want to say the first time I played um, Bloodborne, I tried to do that. I tried to do like your, like I played for like two hours. I just tried to play the game and like see if I could figure it out. And I got stuck. I couldn't figure anything out. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. So I ended up. Uh, Looking up, not even a guide, but a game progress route that just said, these are the places you go, and you know you're on track if you're in these places. Yeah. And um, and then I looked up just a little bit about, like, what the weapons and the stats and just to understand it. And after that, I, like, restarted, and I went in, and that's when I started, like, oh, I'm getting it now. Yeah. And, yeah, it's definitely one of those series where, like... It, you can be that per if you're that kind of person who can bang your head against the wall until you figure it out. Great, you're gonna like really love this. But you shouldn't it like you shouldn't be afraid to like look something up. Yeah, and, and like, I kind of figure out the mechanic. I'm before definitely you dive in. enjoying it much more doing that. Uh, I think just inherently exploring the world itself yeah. is satisfying for me. Mm -hmm. uh, and the challenge mm -hmm. for me isn't necessarily coming from figuring out exactly where to go and where all the enemies are, but more so actually fighting them right uh, yeah yeah so uh like i think the first time i played it i was a thief i kind of threw my stats in through my points into random stats here and there but this time i i'm a knight uh i don't think i had a shield at all in my first run through uh -huh. which okay. helps a lot <laughs> uh kind of integral to playing this game so i'm not a i'm not a shield player really yeah i because I don't, I don't know. I'm just like not good at it. Well, at least I wasn't in three, and I so I did play most of one. I think once I found the claymore, mm -hmm. I like I only play two handed weapons. Really, um, but I do when I think I, I'm all parries, I man. Demon Souls playing with a short sword and shield is way more important. Yeah. So I'm I'm sure for that I'll Demon I'll dive Souls into too. It a Demon bit Souls more. is the other reason I wanted to yeah. to jump into this is because I like Demon Souls looks so good, mm. and I 
want to be into this series and this is like okay i'm gonna take this step and do it uh so this time i i have a shield i'm the knight i was focusing on putting my points into my vitality just so i could get my health up Mm -hmm. uh and then i i I got up to the taurus demon i think pretty much from memory okay Uh, yeah yeah. and i got the black knight to drop the black knight sword so that's now my main weapon and i'm shitting on people yeah um now but the world is so beautifully crafted. It's every the way that everything connects yep. to itself, uh, and how it rewards you exploring uh is really great. Uh I like the the uh the the isolation almost where it's like there's very little amount of actual NPCs. Right, yeah. Uh it's just so kinda you in the world. Yeah. And it makes so it makes the NPCs that you do meet even more they stand out even more. Yeah. Like uh, like Solaire I met already. Praise the, Praise the, the sun. sun. Uh, <laughs> although I do hate the connectivity parts where it like has people invade your world because a couple people have just come and killed me. And I'm like, yeah. what? Like, let me play the game. There's no way to turn that off. I don't think In. so because when it says like – it, because sometimes I'd, I'd turn the game back on and it, it, would, it would say like connectivity to the game server is lost. We're putting you back to the title menu now. It's like certain areas of the game, I think, too, where like whether you're opted in or it, whether you like opt in or opt out, it opts you back in because like that's like the challenge of the area or something. Like there's certain areas gotcha. where I think you they want you to have like player invasions on, and that's like yeah. where players will hang out to invade you. Um, Lame. I don't understand. Like, wh- what's the point of going and invading yeah. people's and, worlds in 2020? At this point, like. At this point in the game, for like someone like you who's approaching it for the first time, it's really just a deterrence because like yeah. you are not you. This is your like people have been playing this game for years and still this is like probably the only game they play and they do it because they know they can do that to you. <laughs> yeah, it's fun for them. It's the same people who cheat and fall fall guys. Yeah, exactly. They all they care about is making other people miserable. <laughs> yeah. So I so that's the only real part that I'm I, I dislike. Uh, there is some jank that I have noticed with mm-hmm. some of the hitboxes, uh, where I have definitely been holding my shield and they uh, they still hit me or still deal full damage. It only gets better, which is the good thing. Yeah, like in I'm, three I'm and much then I'm much looking two. forward to uh, to playing the future games now because those I know even less about. Yeah, uh, like I think after I quit playing Dark Souls the first time, I watched a full playthrough of it to try and get that experience, but it's yeah. really just not the same. Um, but but there's su- there's such a satisfaction about mastering the mechanics of this game too, uh, so it's like every boss just feels unique and yeah. fun to to oh. challenge. I think the one that gave me the most trouble so far was the gargoyles. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, that one I I think I fought him like nine times and I kept going back to get my souls back. Uh, without turning myself into a human, so I could get the summons, and then once I got the summons, it was easy. Um, but I think I just beat the Hydra, and I am about to go to Blight Town. Okay. So, yay. <sighs> Can't wait for that. I have it sitting on my PS4 because I like put all my packed all my games away because mm-hmm. I was wasn't I was playing buying everything uh, digitally, and I was like, well, I still really want to play this. I'm going to put it here so it forced me to play it, and now I think I might play it because you're playing it, and yeah. I need to play <laughs> it. I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm definitely looking forward to the rest of the game. I also part of uh what makes it intriguing as and Resident Evil does this too is just the pure 
grotesqueness of some of the monsters Ew, that yeah. you fight. Like I fought the gaping dragon and I and it crawled up over the ledge and I was like, Oh cool, it's like a it's like a Gila monster and then it just like was one big mouth. Yeah. And I was like, Okay. They're so good at making enemies that literally you're just like Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> and I and part of that something about that is intriguing to me, so yeah. I, I fills you it, with it, dread. It draws it it draws me in. So yeah. I'm uh I'm enjoying it a lot. Nice. Maybe I'll try it someday. <laughs> someday. Uh, or maybe I'll wait to see what you guys think of Demon Souls. Maybe I'll jump in there. Who knows? Anything else? Nope. That's it. All right. Cool. Well, let's take one more break. And then when we come back, we are finally going to talk about control. It's been a long time coming, but we're doing it. Okay, we're back, and we are going to talk about Control. We all played it. We all beat it. Yes. It's the first time we've ever done that. Uh, obviously, full spoiler warning for the game Control that was made by Remedy Games came out in 2019. We're going to get fully into everything that happens in this game. But I want to start out with everyone's kind of general thoughts of the game, and then we'll kind of go from there, maybe touch on some story stuff, gameplay stuff, you know, the usual kind of breakdown that we do. We seem to have a tendency to just talk about uh, the story beat by beat with yeah. games that we do, and it goes on for 45 minutes, so let's try yeah. to avoid that. The great thing about this game is I don't know if you can talk about the story beat <laughs> by beat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam, uh, we'll have you go first. What were your general thoughts on Control? All right, so the first time I played it, I, I don't know about you guys have had this issue, but I had to immediately tone down my mouse sensitivity. Yep, I played on controller. Yeah, I use a controller okay. as well. Yeah, so you have the same issue, oh, yeah. Andrew. Yeah, like on PC, like it set the it set so high that you would like twitch your mouse and you'd like move like ninety degrees. <laughs> cool. So, like I, I had to set it down to like thirty percent speed. Oh wow! I'd for play- me to be because I, I immediately saw it like oh this is a shooter I am not gonna be able to aim like that. That's how I play most of my PC shooters is I jack down the the aiming super low and just do arm uh, aiming. Because we wanted to have more control. control. Hey, okay. I'm getting it out of the way now. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be several of those. But uh, I, I think the game system. had a lot of cool moments. I definitely think it got easier to play as you went on. Like, I, I don't know about you guys. I feel like I died a lot in the beginning because a lot of things could just, like, pseudo one-shot me. Okay. Especially, like, the first boss fight against Tomasi. Which one's Tomasi? The guy in the mail room. Would just float around oh. and like chuck things at you. Okay, interesting. Like I was at a point where like if he hit me twice, I was dead. So like mm-hmm. I had to my eventually after like twenty tries, my strategy was hide behind an object, shoot him a few times, duck, shoot him a few times, duck. Yeah, and then repeat mm-hmm. till dead. Mm-hmm. What also made the game challenging too was even during those boss fights, it always spawned those little enemies who would just kind of come up behind you and shoot you and kill you. Okay, so like. After a while, I learned to deal with it, but there was definitely a learning curve where, oh, the boss is not my... Like, I can be dealing with the boss, and then, wait, why am I dead? Oh, there was a guy I missed who shot me three times, and I died. <laughs> so, what are you, what's your general thoughts? Did you like it? Did you not like I it? I did enjoy it. There were a few things I would I personally didn't like about some of the ways it went about some okay. aspects. Uh, one major thing for me was, I really liked how there were the case files everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, you got all that background, hidden lore that's really, like prevalent on a lot of metroidvanias like yeah. that's what we like it like don't like put it there for us but don't make it like too integral to the story mm-hmm. 
what I didn't like is how whenever you picked up a new file, it went into like an inventory and I had to go through like three different menus in the pause button to see it. Yeah, you had to hit and for me it was select uh right bumper, All the way over. press Y to filter to Oh, new stuff only, and then shift over to whatever one. Yeah, so it is. Yeah, I would have preferred if, like, oh, I can pick up the file and I just and then read there, it. There's, like, if you hit the select button, it would instantly go to that page. Or, like, or yeah, at least just, like, not even, like, I didn't didn't even really need to save them. I would just like to pick up the file and read it. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, there is some combination of, yeah, having it either uh, it goes into your inventory, and if you open your inventory within a certain couple seconds of picking the thing up, it goes immediately to that. Or... Yeah. Uh, when you pick it up, it brings it into the okay. You're reading this, and then you can just quickly put it away. There's yeah, I there could have been something. Yeah, I I that. honestly most of the time I didn't even look because like oh I don't want to take the time to pause my game to go rummaging through my stuff to find what could be cool but really does not impact the story at all. Mm-hmm. Like some of them were like kind of like hidden details. Yeah, like nothing. Like I got through the game without needing to read a lot of them. Okay, like there's some things that helped, but. No, still, there wasn't much of an alert to it. Derek, what do you think overall about the game? Ooh, I really, really, really like this game. Okay. <laughs> Same. Uh, hey, don't get me wrong. I love the game. It's just there are a few minor things that were a little bit annoying. Um, I like... So I, I like that I don't read the things when they pop up. Cause I am the type of person that is always looking around for them, and but... So you collect them, but you don't read any of them? I don't read any of them. But but the one thing, and I think it's because as you, like, play this game, uh, I would listen to the the recordings. I always like to listen to recordings uh, Mm -hmm. because sometimes it gives you info on what's going on in the current level, maybe, or uh, stuff like that. But, like, the files I didn't read. But if you just read what the title of the file is when it pops up, it does give you, like, little hints as to, like, kind of shit that's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, uh, gameplay-wise, this game has really, really good gameplay, I feel like. Um, the yeah, you, you the way you grow, the character grows over the course of the game is awesome. Uh, I think what I enjoy the most about this game is the game world itself. Oh, yeah. Ah, so cool. um, and, but for, it's it's just, it's a remedy thing. For some reason, all of their games are third-person shooters where it's mostly story, but the gameplay is always good. Um, I don't know why they only make third-person shooters, though. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, there was another thing that... Um, oh, I thought they executed the Metroidvania part of it pretty good for kind of a AAA game. Um, like, it's not too heavily on that side but it's also yeah like it guides you a little bit but if you wanted to explore a little bit you can um i didn't really consider it a metroidvania it had some elements but like i wouldn't mostly i wouldn't consider it metroidvania because metroidvania is the key aspect of them is there's this thing here it's this weird color i've never seen this before i can't interact with this and then you just keep playing explore go somewhere else and then you get a new ability and with that ability oh i recognize that thing that i didn't know what it was before now i can go back and interact with that thing whereas in this game everything is okay you got a new ability go to this exact point on the map and do something it's always pointing you exactly to where you need to go (laughs) so your abilities don't open up the exploration anymore they just are additions to the combat that's interesting because i feel like 
I, as I played, I encountered areas that I couldn't go to because I didn't have the right abilities yet. And, and by abilities, do you mean key cards? No. <laughs> uh, I did notice some things where it's. Uh, I was like, okay, I can't jump high enough. So eventually I'll be able to come here. But it, it always seemed to, I would always get back there at some point. And nine times out of ten, it was just an exit to a room that I was going to get in some other way. That's what I tended to find with, so with stuff like that. I guess some most of the time then may, the, there was eventually maybe a side quest that did take you that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I guess I still found that the, like the the world exploration kind of a little there with like the Metroidvania style. Like I did look around for things, and f- I guess it does guide you eventually, which is very different. Like most Metroidvanias, if you don't go back, you probably will never go there. Yeah, kind of thing. Uh, unless you do have a reason. Like uh, there is definitely more guiding. Uh, I guess, but there are some like things where. I feel like like side quests I never would have gotten if I never went to specific areas. Um, like I don't. Did you ever go to the threshold? Uh, Is that the the lower area? The that's the the foundation. I. The, I like remember where the, the threshold. The mold is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, like that area, you don't. The game never leads you there. I don't think. I, I'm trying to. I don't think I got. Is there. the place below? Know. It's below uh, Central Research. That giant, yeah. like, middle area with like the staircases going around uh, in the research area. Yeah, I don't think I went yeah. there. So there's, yeah, that's like a whole area that like you go to and you get a power from it that opens up some other areas that like you couldn't yeah, normally you go know, in. Like those weird like growth mold areas yeah, where uh, it just damages you when you walk in the uh oh those yeah, I yeah. Those. so this you if you find this side quest you follow the chain eventually you they you gain access to this power well it's not really power it's basically like she gives a you passive. a passive yeah a pill an, an immunity, that makes yeah. you immune to the mold and then there's some stuff to do with the mold that now you can go into those moldy areas or whatever hmm. um yeah it's weird i always assumed that was going to be something i could do later in the game but it never came up story wise right and that's I think because the story that's where the that. exploration yeah. of this game comes in, where a lot of the side quests are triggered by exploration. Yes, once you find the start of the side quests, it'll probably lead you to all those areas that maybe you were locked out of before. But it's the the finding of the side quest that like triggers. So it, it's a little bit Metroidvania e, tiny but bit, not not I full think, on Metroidvania. I think we have a tendency to overuse the term Metroidvania. Maybe for a little any bit. Any game that has a backtracking, exploration or backtracking. Yeah, yeah. So I do not think that this fits into that. I category. mean, like personally for me, like when I was playing this, I didn't feel like like what Jeff said. Like it's always pointing you the spot to go. I don't know if it's just because I was more story focused, but I never really felt like there was a strong urge to do that exploring. I always had my goal in mind. Okay. Andrew, what did you think? Uh, wow. Yeah? <laughs> this game blew my freaking mind. Okay. Not in a, like a holistic sense, but more so of, of just a, a thematic sense. I think that this game executes its theme amazingly, probably better than any other game I've ever played. In just that it is pure confusion and chaos the entire time with every aspect of the game. Hmm. So, like, the story, I don't know what the fuck is going on. The, you know, like, the collectible items had, like, were just weirdly named and, like, I almost 
didn't know what they were for, but I had to figure it out on my own. Uh, the way that the environments uh, kind of built themselves almost and the way that they were shaped, the way everything moves around you, some of the trippier stuff that happens later in the yeah. game. Everything is just bonkers, acid trip off the wall, and I loved it. I hated this game. Oh. For every reason that you just listed. Oh. Uh, See, I wouldn't have been okay with it if it wasn't such a central thing in throughout the, engage, so throughout the game. So my, my take is I compare it to two things. One... I compare it to Christopher Nolan movies where he's so up his own ass about thinking he has a cool, clever, confusing story that's so deep and you you can't understand what's going on in this story. It's This story's beyond you. You need to be 10th level degree mind wizard in order to understand this story. And I'm not about that. It's like, tell me a story. Don't just fucking throw nonsense at me and expect me to think it's cool because I didn't think it was cool. And the other thing I compare it to is Allison has been watching Vampire Diaries. Uh, it is a, it's a teenage drama about vampires who are being portrayed by people in their late 20s and they're going to high school for all eternity because they're vampires. And apparently that's what fa- fucking vampires do. But like this game took itself so seriously and the i thought the voice acting was terrible i thought all the characters were dumb and it was taking itself so seriously and i like could not get into it and it it makes me really sad because i really wanted to like it i'm the one who suggested we play this game mm-hmm. and i was so excited because people are like oh yeah it's kind of like x files and it, it lightly touches the x file thing and i think what makes x files great is it's a little campy and it it's it knows that what it's doing is like improbable and like not like you know it's a, it's more aware of what it's doing. This game when I saw Jesse go up to items and she was like Ugh! she was like straining herself like at like a I don't know a slide projector or like any of the the powerful items or whatever and nothing's happening and it's just her straining and then it's just like poof the thing has been fixed and she's like. That bugged me because I felt like there were no stakes. I, th- I didn't feel like any effort was being put in. She's just violently shaking at something. Uh, I don't know, man. The it's like the inner monologue of Jesse was so dumb in my mind. It's just her being like, "Ugh, this thing that happened in my childhood is bad, but we're gonna make it." And like. They're always like hinting around things and like, what the fuck is Polaris and what's up with their brother? And like, I don't care about any of this. It's just (laughs) happening around me. They don't bother to give any insight into any of it. And they just expect you to go along with this ride. And I was 0% invested because they didn't take the time to like make me care about any of it. The only thing that I thought was really redeeming and cool about this game were the video files of Casper Darling. I thought all of those were great and I loved watching and I wish they kind of went more along with his stuff where he's like he seemed like a real guy and like he's like oh I love science and shit and like wait a second shit's scary but like everything else around this game with Jesse and uh uh what I, any of the other yeah Dylan's like they kidnapped my brother when we were kids and now he just speaks in gibberish and is evil and can jump through space time and is, is possessed by something maybe i don't know i could rant for a long time about why i didn't like this game but um yeah i didn't That's like it certainly and, an interesting take. and i thought the gameplay was boring 
Really? It was third-person shooter. I thought the map was obtuse and unhelpful. And this is... uh, I was comparing it, Andrew, when we were talking about it lightly. Uh, I was always like, oh, I compare this game a lot to uh, Jedi Fallen Order, which also came out in the same year. Yeah. The 3D hollow map in Jedi Fallen Order is significantly better than the mapping control. Uh, And... Jesse gets these force-like powers, basically. She's like almost like a Jedi with a gun. And I thought everything that this game tried to do in aspect of supernatural powers, uh, Jedi Fallen Order did much better. Can Cal fly? Can Cal f- cast this fly? No, but he can jump around super high. I know. Also, the levitate ability was so dumb. You could jump, and then you hover there for a little bit, and then you just slowly float down. And it's like, great. What if I want to ascend? Can I please ascend? A little bit? No? Okay, cool. Really? I had no problem ascending. Yeah, you just ascend to the top of your... Yeah, you have to jump and ascend all the way up, but like once you're there, you can't go higher. Right, but... like, What's stopping her? <laughs> the the, the like physics of her levitate ability. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. The limitations limited. of it. Yeah. I don't know. I just... Yeah, I did not like this game. I hmm. I thought it sucked. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I did really like when that take control song started yes, playing. That yes. was easily oh. the best moment. That was the best moment game. in the game for that sure. That was awesome in the ashtray maze. Yeah, that oh. was really really cool. Old guard, old old gods of Asgard. Yo, so yeah. good. That was that was dope. I, I really found that on Spotify it. later. So I think that I became more invested in this game and or was more easily invested in this game in this world because I've played previous Remedy titles. Okay. And I underst- I've understand their or have like experienced their storytelling mechanics, and I also have uh, you guys he- ever heard of the SCP Foundation? No. no. So <sighs> this is where the game gets. This is like the weird part of the game, and this is so. This is a real world thing. It's the it's like an internet archive. And it's a place where people make up stories like they just basically like people just make up stories about things. And they're all very similar to the altered world events and altered items in control. Control is slightly uh, is slightly um, what's the word Uh, influenced by the SCP Foundation. Okay. Um, Where like. Like people write just this is like stuff on the internet and it's like weird things like a statue that all it's I think it's like kind of uh, it was kind of influenced by creepypasta. Um, There's some there's a whole internet archive and I would recommend because you didn't like the game. I guess I wouldn't recommend you go (laughs) look at stuff, but um, it like reinvigorated my interest in that playing control because I was like, oh, something so cool. Like one of the coolest ones I found was one about an Ikea. That exists in the universe, and they write it as if it's a real world thing, and that it's like someone like in that's a part of the the secure, contained, protect foundation is like writing a case file on this place. So it, it's an IKEA where when people go in, they don't come out, and when they go inside the IKEA, they're trapped in the IKEA forever, and they have to live in the IKEA. And then there's basically like it talks about like this guy that eventually escaped and gave his story about, and it's just like stupid crap. Like people just make up stuff like that, but then they get you, you start reading it and you're like invested in this idea of like an Ikea where people are trapped. Like who knows how many people are trapped in this Ikea and they're fighting against these zombie workers that work in the Ikea and they're like hiding out and living in Ikea and it's silly and it's dumb. Yeah. 
And that's that's where like I wanted to every time a quest came up related to an altered item, I wanted to go do that quest because I wanted to see what this altered item was. Mm-hmm. Was it a rubber duck that just teleported everywhere? Every tribe you find it tried to find it, or a, a pink flamingo garden like stand. Like it was just I. It's a cool. It's a very cool idea of this like paranormal, paracausal. Yeah. Uh, like everything in the world. What if everything? I don't know. What if there was more to everything in the world? I don't know. It's a weird. So I I think my big issue and uh, comparing it again to X Files is the reason X Files work works is because of Scully and Scully is the character that is grounded and she is kind of who we relate to in this world where everything is kind of bonkers and she's trying to make logistical sense sense of of it. it and use science and that character didn't exist in this game so I didn't have like something to attach I like I wish there was things like a little bit more groundedness and a little more mystery as okay. opposed to just constant balls to the wall insanity nothing makes sense like I feel like it would have worked better if uh maybe Jesse didn't know what was going on or like didn't have this otherworldly being living inside of her the whole time or like she was the one kind of like learning all this shit as we went as opposed to her just being like, yeah, okay, I have this gun now. Yeah, okay, I can levitate now. Maybe like if it was if it was like weird to her, none of it seemed weird to her. And I think that was part of my issue is like she was just like, yeah, this is it now. And then just like, yeah, I just yeah. showed up at this building and I'm the director now. Cool. All right, I'm going to go run around. Okay, I'm doing chores for this janitor. You know, like nothing was there to really so, ground it. I guess... In my experience, when I started playing the game, I thought she was talking to you, the player. Oh, interesting. So I like I thought, oh, she's like because of her whatever happened to her in her childhood, like somehow she's talking to me. And so I put myself kind of in the shoes of Scully and I'm this great like I don't know what the fuck's going on. She kind of like get like she's in this world and clearly from the beginning of the game like she she, she kind of knows some weird, weird things are going on because of her experiences in her childhood and so like it's like yeah i was like the kind of hmm, this is weird you just picked up a gun and now you're the director of this bureau of control and my immediate thought is all right like i want to know what this place is and mm-hmm. i want to know why you are sudden like i was that person like trying to figure it out yeah and i guess that can i mean Eventually, you learn that she's not talking to you. Mm-hmm. She's talking to this being in her head. But I feel like they at least Remedy tried to maybe make you as the player feel like she was talking to you at first. In the way, just the way see, her I dialogue. Didn't get, I didn't get that at all. Like, I instantly knew there was something in her head because every can time you see you this, get, like it made me feel like she was talking to me. Interesting. I think the moment they lost me uh, was when she was talking. What's her name? Emily Pope. Pope. Yeah. Uh, She's talking to her, and like the main bad guys are these weird mutant extra dimensional beings, and uh, Jesse's just like, oh yeah, you know, I fought off a bunch of the hiss, and Pope's like, the hiss, that's what you call them? Okay, I guess that's what we'll call them from now and on. And every single person you run into is super familiar. Like, oh yeah, the hiss is this, and the hiss is, th-. and like you're finding written things about the hiss, but like, how are these? So like I think it she plays just into the mystery. Of yeah, that. I think that's like the that's the the that's paracausal the is, like the paranormal weirdness of the oldest house. Yeah, because is, this game's theme is so so 
yeah. revolvent around this this mystery and this what the fuck is going on, you know, mentality that anything that they do with the with the like gameplay decisions or anything plays further into that and I'm all for it. Right. Like I guess my thinking is when when she said that, I was like Oh, okay. You're gonna. Oh well, I guess she's the director now. Like, I get. You know, you're thinking like, why are all these people are just like, okay, you're the new director. Let's go. Yeah. And I, I feel like, like in the beginning, Jesse is a little bit like, hmm. Okay, this is weird. Don't call me the director. Like, just call me. Uh, don't call me director Faden. Like, just call me Jesse. And and she's not super comfortable with it. And like by the end of the game, she is very much like, I am the director, and this is my responsibility. Yeah. So yeah. just like Jesse, you as the player have to be like, okay, okay, sure, whatever. Like, just get me to right. The next I step. guess I I was willing to just buy in to any of all of this because I wanted to know the more about not just Jesse's story, but this world itself. Yeah, so it kind of it kind of hit that point of well, nothing makes sense yet, so I'll go along with it until it does make sense. And that's the th- it never does. You get and to that's the, the end. point. That's a bad but point. It kind <laughs> of does make sense. Does it? What happens in the end of this game? Uh, what happens? You, uh, you open the- Polaris. Do you? No, I'm no. pretty sure Polaris takes over Jesse. D- Polaris and Jesse become one. Actually, oh. I think the the. <laughs> What I took away from that is uh, when they had the videos of Darling, mm-hmm. like like in the end where like you see Polaris, like that was the big reveal that this thing she's been talking to has been in the building the entire time. Like that was kind of a cool reveal for me. But the what I took out of that, they mentioned that Polaris wasn't a source; it was a catalyst. So the way I took it off was like how Jesse was rationalizing in her own mind was Polaris wasn't the source of her power. Polaris was pointing her to something that was already in her. Uh, like a power that Jesse naturally had, and Polaris was just showing her how to use it. I, okay, I, I see know. where you're I coming from. I thought those powers with came that. from being the director. Yeah, she couldn't do any of that until she took picked up the gun. But she never had no, a reason to do anything. She could do it. I no, I I like the event in ordinary like awakened the powers within her and I believe gave her the ability to cleanse altered items. Like she had a connection to the um, to the astral plane, mm-hmm. and that's why she was chosen to be the director by the board. Who's the board? The guy. <laughs> the board is the giant triangle that speaks to you in riddles. But a board is usually a collective of people. But, but that's the, thing the thing is, like, too, like whenever. But, but that one thing that you fight with the giant eyeball, the former, used to be a member of the uh, board. Yes, he, so yes. The board is. These inter- giant eyeball inter- thing, yeah, giant, interdimensional yeah, octopus do you things. Remember the guy who couldn't stop looking at the refrigerator? Yeah, and then you go in the refrigerator. Oh, I didn't go in the refrigerator. Yeah, uh, that's what you fight when you, you do fight, that. Yeah, and I think oh that yeah, is, I actually, think. it was funny because I walked by him. He's like, "You got to get someone to help because if, <laughs> if if we stop looking at the fridge, it does something weird." And like, okay, I'll be back. And then I guess I got too far into the story and it's like I got a little blip that says, "Oh, you can't do that anymore." Like, oh, did I just kill a dude? <laughs> Because I forgot to go help him. <laughs> well, I guess I can't do that anymore. He dies when you do try to help yeah, him. So. He does, yeah. Oh, I guess he was fucked either way. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, but if you do try and help him, you get to fight a cool eyeball guy. You oh, I guess I missed the boss. Fight a good eyeball guy. Um, I think apparently the... he's a big part of the DLC. Yes. Oh, I just, really? So I just finished the first DLC, uh, the Foundation, which takes you down into the. I thought it was like meant like Foundation, as in like a 
an, a corporate foundation or whatever. Mm. No, it literally is in the foundation of the building. Oh, <laughs> wait. Cool. So the stuff with the mold is part of the DLC? No, the stuff oh, okay. with the mold is that's not the foundation. The foundation is where you go down to when you go to try to find Ati and he's on vacation. Oh, 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 oh. so that's like big there. open. Ati yeah. is so dumb. Ah, really? Obviously, There's he, such he's a like, like the, uh, he's so intriguing. I have no idea what's going on with him. He's not intriguing. He just speaks he has a cool in, accent. See, I thought his accent was like He's terrible and it's hard to try to understand. He just spoke and not and it's just more Did something nonsense. about this game set you off like immediately and then you just continued with that mindset the whole time? I think everything it's just trying to do doesn't click with me. It's why I don't like uh Inception. I think that's a dumb movie. I'm hey, Inception I'm, was awesome. I'm pretty uh <laughs> you say it's awesome. I like <laughs> I like, uh, I have some good memories about Inception cuz uh with that scene at the end like he spins it. Oh, never mind. He spins the top. I plan to see it. Um, my my friend was blowing at the screen. <laughs> it doesn't give anything away, but yeah. Uh, it's just I don't know the whole and like I'm I'm hesitant to see Tenant because I hear it's just more of that. I heard someone say you have to watch it twice to have a chance to understand. It. It's like I don't fucking want that. <laughs> I'll, I'll agree with you there. It's like I never I didn't really have the issue. Like I kind of like I'm kind of with Derek on this in that the sense that I went into the game knowing that shit wasn't going to be making sense, but I'm just going to dive into it until it, until I kind of sense what's going on. But I do agree with you. Like those kind of stories aren't always enjoyable. I think there's, there is an elegant way of doing it. And I think my big thing is I like, I like things to be like, have some sort of grounding to the reality. So like I, as a viewer can relate, I think that's important to telling a good story is having the viewer be able to relate to it in some way. And when you just keep throwing crazy things and they don't give you solutions or any reasoning to any crazy things and then just throw more crazy things on top of it. And then it's just like, look at how crazy this is. I don't personally find that enjoyable. Uh, so I guess that's kind of like the point of this world and the point of this like genre yeah. is that like, there's just, there's so many things that we can't explain, and like that's what the the Federal Bureau of Control is what tries to do that, and like so there are things that like the game doesn't explain because the game the people in the game ha the world hasn't figured out how to explain it yet. You know, it's like they're they I guess like it comes down to the whole thing with like the board, mm -hmm. like y you don't the board I like you don't figure out what the board is or where the board is. You just know that I think like in one of the DLCs, you f the first DLC, you learn that the first time the Federal Bureau of Control made it to the oldest house, the the f new the current director was selected to be the director by the 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 bureau, and the guy goes insane, and like all the like the the things are about how like yeah I don't know he just started touting about how like nothing mattered before this I am the real like uh, he started touting yeah. all this insane things and like all the guys start going insane because the building's moving around them. And, like, that was a cool... I guess that might be what you maybe needed was kind of, like, this showing of that, hey, regular people once found this and yeah. didn't know what the fuck was going on, and now this is what it's built. But we're entering this world already, like... In full chaos. In full chaos, but the, yeah. If Je Jesse was a catalyst for us as the viewers to get behind and like she didn't understand and questioned things she didn't question anything and i think that was the part of the issue for me she just went along with it it's like gotta find my brother okay i gotta go find the janitor so i can find my brother it's she didn't at once at any point say to someone who's like wait why do we do this 
Why? Did you? What do is you the like protocol the conversations of this? with people? I did. I I feel like there like she at least asks interest like questions I would ask when she's like talking to people like about certain things. Mm, I don't yeah, know. I don't it know. I, I like I get your point. Okay. Um, but you, I you see why I don't. Like I it. I yeah. I, I I like I understand why, mm-hmm. but I guess I can't see them telling this like an interesting story in this world with throwing someone who doesn't understand into it because it would be like uh like it would it's like the um the, like the lovecraft thing where like when people see things that they can't physically understand in the lovecraft world they literally like their brain, their brain explodes. explodes yeah and that's what uh, what would happen to a regular person if they were thrust into this world like i feel like everyone in this world must have been either willing to accept it immediately like had the mental fortitude or like had an experience in life like Jesse where that brought her into uh that like gave her the ability to you know that's why she's the director and mm. and and all this stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Have you ever watched X-Files? I have never watched X-Files. You watch X-Files. It's I've fun. seen a couple episodes. It's fucking great. Uh yeah. Does right. it get better after the first episode? I found the first one kind of slow. Yeah, everything gets better after the first episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um uh. yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, aside from story, I I felt the gameplay. So, was, yeah, you didn't love the gameplay. I thought it was very simplistic and didn't do anything interesting. Um, I'll give you that. It, after a while, it got a bit repetitive. Like there wasn't much to it besides, oh, guys with guns, shoot them. Yeah, all of the end, like eighty um, percent of the enemies were just soldier type people, and then you got like some floating soldiers that are throwing stuff at you, which are just basically bigger bullets. Um. I don't know. I didn't think any of the abilities were interesting. I maxed out my my throw oh, shit yeah, ability, mm-hmm. and I was just I was one shotting everything, just throwing shit at it. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. F- After a while, the combat got just borderline simplistic because you got powerful enough where you could just yeet a rocket something and it would yeah, die. I just used the basic pistol, upgraded it all the way, and gave it all the damage mods I could, and I would just. Pew pew. Okay, you're dead. Pew pew. You're After dead. a while, I switched to the Pierce function. Is that the just, one that charges and it has like two bullets? Uh-huh. Yeah, and like a lot of th- like I'd use that to like nullify shields and that then just hurl a rocket. Things. Yeah, that was the other uh, one that I used. I never used the shotgun. I used the rail one once, and I was like, okay, this is bad. Yeah, I switched between Pierce and the shotgun. Did you? Yeah. Um, I, I didn't. Hmm. All of the items, like the little equipable item things, uh, or like you mods, like the yeah. mods, yeah, no, uh, that didn't add too much to it. Yeah, I, uh, I found one or two that I liked, and then. Everything else, I would either just dust or until I found a higher version of the ones that I liked. Yeah. 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 They're like, there's no... Like, when I played Ghost of Tsushima, I was constantly changing my build as I discovered new cool things. Yeah. And that didn't exist here for me. You know? It's just like, okay, I'm just going to stick to doing this one thing because the new stuff isn't interesting and this mm-hmm. one's working. I'll give you that. But I want to ask a question. How many of the extra powers did you guys find? Extra. I don't think there are extra powers. Like stuff that's not story relevant. I did like, like two side quests. Power-wise? Like different objects that gave you more abilities. I think you have to get all of the abilities. I don't think there's any side quests that give you new abilities. Like I the, got a few. The shield, the levitate, the dash, uh, the forced pull. See, I didn't get a shield. I got the dash. Really? I thought the shield was... Were you like pull Is up the ability debris? To, to hijack enemies a hijack, main one? That's a main one. Is it? I'm pretty sure they were no. all mainline. No, I don't... Because I mainlined this game. I think I might have done one side quest. Maybe the, the no, rock like one was the, one side quest. The, the dash was definitely a side quest. 100%. No, you need the dash. No, the dash is... is 
in the game. Yeah, you need really? you can't like do a lot of the sections of the game without the dash. I did. I got the dash kind of late. Really? That I don't think crazy. you need the dash. Like, you, know, you know, you definitely don't need the one where you take control of enemies. Hmm. I, yeah, you don't need that one. I felt like the dash was necessary. Because it was necessary. Because you got the side quest kind of. It was a side quest. You kind of you got it early on, but I forgot about it for a bit, and later on decided like. Okay, I might as well do a side quest. Like, I really didn't have a huge drive to do yeah. a lot of side quests. But Actually, I mainline this game. I think the only important things you have to get are the levitate and the la- launch levitate and uh, gun. gun. The gun. Yeah, gun. Like, yeah, those are like the main. I want to say the shield. The yeah, I never got a the, shield. Uh, I got the shield. The capture and the dash are all... They're given to you as if they're mainline quests, but mm-hmm. I don't believe they are mainline quests. Huh. Like, they don't have yeah. to be completed to complete the game. Interesting. Because I never really used my dash a lot. Like, after I got it, I just never remembered to use it. There was never a spot oh, where, I like, like, I had to utilize it. I never stopped dashing. <laughs> so I am curious, though, Derek, how much of the side content did you do? I did all but one quest. Really? Oh, Jesus. And I didn't, it's, it like popped up. I think I had to talk to Emily Pope at some point towards mm-hmm. the end of the game. And I didn't talk to her cause it's back at the turntable yeah. after you go to the ordinary AWE and it's in like the other area that like is closed off and it's just a boss fight. Um, I didn't oh. finish it though. Cause what I was like, boss fight. Uh, you just fight a floating guy that throws rocks at oh, you. Oh, so like, so like a, all the other a, ones. A generic one. Yeah. I can't remember what the person's name is that you, that you fight. Um, it was like another a researcher that Tim. like disappears or something <laughs> like that. But it's kind of like I feel like most of the bosses I guess were optional because I only ever fought. In my opinion, the cooler bosses were optional. Yeah. So here's the thing: I only ever fought two things that had like a big screen health bar and were named. It was Tomasi and Salvatore. Yeah. Those are the only two that I fought. Yeah, I think the rest are all. Yeah, like, even the final fight isn't like in a boss. It's just like kind it's of a gauntlet, yeah, you but you get like yeah. maxed out on your power, so it's barely a fight. Yeah, See, that's a bit of a disappointment for me. Like, if you're gonna have all these cool bosses, why not make them part of the story? Why make them things that I can miss? You know, mm. because it plays into the confusion, man. <laughs> yeah, I you should have explored more. I don't know, like I don't know what to tell I, you. Yeah, but I never had the. With like with what Jeff said, with everything being pointed out to me, like go here, go here, go there, I never felt that I really had like I needed to do a lot of the side quests. You know, I was more interested yeah, in I think it's following the story and player's discretion. I yeah. guess the big thing though too is the side quests are what give you ability points and is how you upgrade all your stuff. So if you don't do the side quests, you really can't upgrade your abilities that far. I upgraded that. I upgraded fine, but I guess you only had three abilities anyway. Yeah, yeah. so I, maybe <laughs> I got I upgraded my launch all the way just by mainlining it. Yeah. Oh, so. you know what ability I got from a side quest is the ground? No, no. Is that just no? That's upgrade? an upgrade. That's, just, that's in the yeah, skill tree. Never mind. Uh, Derek, how many? Other optional bosses are there? Or is it just the uh, the the former and the plant? Because those are the only two um, I fought. So this this guy, this guy I can't remember the name of, is an optional boss. Um, technically, I guess the side quests Horror. where you have to like fight the um, the the guy. I guess they're not. Uh, bosses, they they just have a name over their health bar. Uh-huh. Normal the at what's it, Ash's friends? They're all in like the maintenance sector. I I can't remember the name of it though. Uh, you fight the former again. Oh, um, in another fight. 
was that with the duck? There's you do for the guy who's in uh the containment sector where Dylan is mm-hmm. the the weird creepy guy that's like at the beginning when you walk in I can't remember his name he oh, gives you like a the, quest the dude who's like call me Dave or whatever and yeah you're like nope he like gives you a quest to find all these altered items that have escaped yeah and yeah, yeah one of those ends in the former boss fight again gotcha because um, I was like the thing that made me want to do more side quests was those two boss fights so I was like oh if there's cool shit like this happening yeah. you know in all the side quests then I'm going to do that but at that point I was just like no I just want to finish the game yeah so it sounds like I definitely had more of a the idea of like I wanted to follow through with a story but I definitely kind of agree if I had encountered one of those random boss fights I might have been more apt to start seeking out the side yeah. quests. Yeah, I mean, okay. so I the think only it's reason like I a... found one of those, the, the the moss one, was because I was trying to to look for the next story objective, yeah. and I stumbled my way down into the... Like the, the pit? The, yeah, the yeah, pit. You fall down to the pit. I, I guess I must have just got unlucky. I think I took the right turns. Maybe I took, if I had taken some wrong turns, I would have stumbled onto other stuff thinking I was going the right way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe I just accidentally mainlined it. Cause that, Cause that plant boss was really cool. Yeah, that I cool. should go back and try to find these things. I would also recommend trying the, the DLC if it ever goes on sale too, because the first DLC is pretty good-ish. It's small, it's quick, but it like gives you some more insight, and you get more mods, and you get some r- really good ones that like I don't and then. I don't know if it was a defe- like maybe they ran a development time or something, but the the mods start synergi- synergizing with each other, uh-huh. and they start getting your abilities to synergize with each other. And it's things like like if you hit, kill people with launch, you get health back, and when you dodge, you get more gun ammo. And it's so you start. I saw I started, a couple of those in the main game. Yeah, I maybe I didn't really delve too too. I was like you once I got three uh like prime mods that i liked i didn't touch the mods again for the rest of the game and i didn't even know there was another uh like sixth um rank for mods oh really yeah it's like infinite or something like that because i didn't upgrade the random oh i did that like once yeah i felt like why do i i have to invest a lot of materials to get shitty mods (laughs) why would i do this i guess it's to get the highest rank eventually really really good mods but like why do you need it? Do you guys do the jukebox at all? I, I tried one of them. Yeah, I tried. That gets hard. I got the token and I said, I don't care. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being so pessimistic about the game. I'll shut up. So I haven't. I did the first DLC. I really. I'm. Gonna, I just started the second DLC, and I'm really, really interested in the second DLC because it's that's t- where it opens the connected universe, right? Yeah, that's where it ties into Alan, Alan Wake. Wake. And I played Alan Wake, and Alan Wake is one of my favorite games of all time. Um. And that was the first Remedy game I think I played. And it's Alan Wake is a really simple game. You run around with a flashlight and a gun, and you shine your flashlight on things, and you shoot them. But the coolest thing about it is this world that that Remedy has created. And that's what the guy, the guy who's, like, in charge of this, Sam Lake, he's made, he's, like, the head creative director for most of their games, I think. He's just a pretty creative guy but he's also i think kind of one of those guys where if you like Hideo Kojima and where if you give him a little too much he's going to do something crazy he's going to do something a little weird um but he's also a, like good at i think keeping it like so Alan Wake is really really weird and it's cool how they're connecting it together uh the last game they did Quantum Break i would suggest you play if it's still on Game Pass 
Uh, I just actually scrolled through the whole entire Game Pass library and I did not see it. Ah, damn it. Because that one, I think, might be better... Grant, like that one might tell like a cool weird story but i feel like they do a good job with like the time travel rules yeah and so it keeps it a little like in reality but it does get a little weird and it's a lot more like control in the gameplay wise because you have like a time abilities and stuff mm-hmm. like that but it is just another third person shooter um and there's the weird tv show part that I don't know if you can even still watch the TV show. I know. I well, I thought it was a TV show within Alan Wake. No, there's a t- well, there is a TV show within Alan Wake called Silent or uh, Night something. Night Watch City. It's it's like supposed to be Night Springs. It's supposed to be like the Twilight Zone. Yeah. Um. No, there's a t- there's a they physically made like a ten episode TV show that goes with Quantum Break. And okay. you play it, you watch it between specific sections, oh, and specific pieces of the gameplay influence what parts of the TV show you watch, and how the TV show falls out. It was a really cool experience when I played it when it first came out. Um, I don't know if it's still like a complete thing you can do. Hmm. I also, you still have an Xbox One, right? Yeah, it's sitting over there in a in a just a, a bag, a oh, tote bag. I have I have it on Xbox. I have it for Xbox One do you, on yeah, disc. On disc, yeah. Quantum Break. Font, yeah. That's I guess like I could play the them. one solid physical game I have on for <laughs> Xbox. But yeah, I don't know. I really like their games. And so I was really bought into this game. Yeah. Cool. I think it I think it worked. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it and I'm sad that I didn't. I'm kind of glad you didn't though. Really? Because it made for a really interesting conversation. <laughs> I guess that's very true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, what, if we were all like this ha- game's amazing. If we had another uh another Outer, Outer Wilds, Wilds yeah, yeah, everyone was like, "Yeah, this is amazing." I feel like Outer yes. Wilds just as a game has so much to talk about already though. Yeah, that yeah is it definitely opened up the conversation like getting to go back and forth. <laughs> See, I think that's a good day- game that does mystery and having no idea what's going on well because you slowly learn what's going on over time and you have that aha moment this game has no aha moment it just it ends with a what the fuck moment you know i think i'll give him that because it does kind of end with oh i turned off the portal but they're still here well yeah the hiss are still there but they can't come back true but it kind of leaves it open though because like but also polaris is in is jesse jesse and polaris are one what will happen to her brother is her brother dead no he's in a coma oh that's right he is that's that's for the sequel i think (sighs) Yeah, control two. Controller. <laughs> I was trying control. to think of a, a funny joke about what you can. Um, and then the third game will be control list. Um. All right. Does anyone have anything they want to add? Just one question. Do we ever learn what happened to Doctor Darling? I don't. He think dies. I'm pretty sure. Does, does he? he? Well, I thought he's clear. like he got stuck in the astral plane. That's the th- yeah. He's either dead or stuck in the astral plane. He was my favorite character. I, I was really see. His, here's what I was. The ex- videos are really. Cool. I love. I loved how the videos were live action recording. Also, that that music video. <laughs> it's, <laughs> you, it's, so it's so good. Um, yeah, I everything about Darling. I, I really loved. Okay. That so was here's the, the thing. I was curious because I never got a solid answer on that. But I was from watching him and all these videos throughout the game. I was damn sure for a while that he was going to be the final boss, and he'd just been corrupted the entire time. Yeah, he was like what was like causing everything to happen. So apparently yeah. if you in the end of the game you stand in front of the director, he goes on a 5 minute like uh external monologue. I guess that's the opposite of an internal monologue. He's like internally monologuing Just but saying monologue. it out loud. But he's like he's not saying it to anyone. A he's speech. just 
but he's not saying it to anyone. It's just his thoughts that he's just saying Projection. out loud. Uh, but like he goes on for five minutes just rambling, and he talks about how he needs to go back, and he's got to be the one to let the hiss out, and blah blah. So I go check that out on YouTube. He he got corrupted by the hiss. Yeah. 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 You, in the end, you learn that the director he, before you started all of this. Yeah. He, so he that, used the slide and the slide projector, and the hiss came out. That happens in the beginning of the game. No, at the end of the game, where you're in that weird time loop thing. Oh, and you just listen to him. If you, when you go to bring his How mail, if you, how many mail did you on? Did you deliver? How three. much mail? I you delivered three mails. I delivered all of the mail. I did all the things, and as soon as the same mundane tasks appeared again, I said, "Okay, I'm googling this. Fuck this." <laughs> I, I, I was fed up by that point. You I didn't delivered see the red so much mail, dude. Blinking over the mail. No, I did not. <laughs> I delivered all the mail like three times. Yeah, <laughs> before you're like, wait a second. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know if it's the first time or the second time, but you pick up the director's mail, bring it to his office, yeah. put it down, and before you take his other mail, he'll go on for yeah, like five minutes. Wow. Uh, YouTube it. It's very interesting. Did <laughs> any of you guys watch the Threshold Kids videos? Yeah, I only saw those one. Those are, are creepy. really creepy. Yeah, I did not like that. Did you <laughs> see those, Adam? I don't, I don't recall. Those. They're like so. the puppet kids. Yeah, there's like puppets. Oh, I, I saw one and I said, nah, fuck it. They I'm not made, watching puppets. It's man. basically yeah. the um, FBC made videos to show their kids when like their parents died. It. It's like, yeah. oh man, mommy oh, got God, stuck in no. the astral plane. We're never gonna see her again. <laughs> mommy Mr. turned Bones. into a glowing red monster, kids. Yeah, it's, it's so, fucked. What, ha- what, what is Adi? Ati? Is he actually just a janitor, or we is he like know. some sort of deity, extra dimensional? I have being? no idea. I don't know. I'm currently on the. I'm I'm on team Ati is some kind of extra dimensional. Like he clearly whatever. had a higher knowledge of whatever the yeah, fuck was going on. I think he's like the the equivalent of like, like not a god, but like in D and D terms, like an archfey. Like Do, he's something powerful. He just kind of doesn't give a fuck. He's there to watch the show. He's like a higher being. Yeah. Like he. he I, I would imagine that that like when they found the oldest house, he was already there, like cleaning it. He's like, hey, stuff. I could see that. Like he's just yeah. there and he's just watching. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they really ever because even even in in like the dream sequences where like you get corrupted and like you're doing the mail thing when you walk by Ati is like, yeah, oh, did he, you figure it out knows. yet? Yeah, yeah. Like Ati is always self aware no matter what's going on. So I'm with Derek on this actually. I think he's just part of the house. See, he's does like that make Ati the polar opposite of the Scully character. Oh, uh, uh, where like where he, he just is so chaos. ingrained in the universe, yeah, that he, like, he is almost sense. your gateway. Maybe like, into, like yeah. going further, maybe Ati is just the manifestation of the house. Maybe, yeah, maybe Ati is weird, just, is the house. He's the he he owns the deed. So apparently, people think he is some sort of Norse god. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that's what well, I'm, the I'm, song he okay. gives you on his recorder is called, is by Old, Old Gods, Gods of Asgard, Asgard, which is the band from Alan Wake. <laughs> That's where the the connections uh, start. I mean, you have to listen to that song from his tape player. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I, don't I know. could see it. Um, okay, <laughs> let's wrap this up by uh, <laughs> doing what we would normally do. Uh, what out of ten? What would you give this game, Adam? Uh, after hearing about all the stuff I missed, I'm gonna go give it a nine because I I did have a, a fun time playing this and I just wanted to know more. Okay, Derek. Yeah, I give it a nine. Andrew? I was going to go with 9.5. Ooh. Okay, I, guys. I really liked it. What's Jeff got? Jeff's going to tank it. I am, I, I'm sorry I'm <laughs> tanking this, but I'm going to give it a 5. Oh, tanking wow. our average, I, man. By IGN scale, I would call this game mediocre, hmm. personally. Uh, so, the opinions are there to have. Yes, they <laughs> are. Is, uh, in what we 
math people call an outlier and we're going to ignore it just kidding. it's still <laughs> an 8.125 okay uh, that's respectable higher higher rated than the messenger yeah because yeah. who point two points. who i was down on the messenger. six i didn't like the messenger either i think i gave it a six yeah uh, i thought uh, it was okay we, but, we but it wasn't on the like fantastic i didn't like it i just didn't think it was anything exceptional yeah okay hang on let me go to our where is it uh-oh where i lost it lost what um the google doc is gone the google doc Google! Hang on, I'm opening it now. Well, it's there somewhere. Um, stall for me. Um, so how about them? How about that football, huh? How about that football? Okay, what was the number I said? Eight point one two five. Absolutely destroyed All right. So running down our um, our ranking of our hat games so far, uh, we have Earthbound with eight point three, Super Metroid with eight point five, Castlevania Symphony of Night with eight point oh. Outer Wilds with 9.5 being the highest of them all. The Messenger with 7.9 and Control 8.125. So like we're at, we're averaging about like an 8ish. Round yeah. that to like an 8.1. 8.1. Yeah. You got it. Let's go with just like full. Right. We're not keeping track somewhere. of individual scores, right? That's kind of no. like we got to nah. keep that track on ourselves. Okay. Yeah, we'd have to. I mean, I feel a lot of the time where start doing I could that. probably tell you what I gave each game. I'd probably no, go I back and do that. I feel like aside from this, we've all kind of been like within a point or two of each other. That's true. Yeah, this yeah. is probably our biggest discrepancy by yeah. far. This is the only time that we've had like an actual serious disagreement. I think the messenger was uh, like Derek and I were kind of on the lower end, but yeah, but it was it was closer to each other instead of. This yeah, it wasn't a three three of you, difference. It wasn't a four point. The three difference. of you were like, very high. I thought on this game. the messenger was great. Yeah, and you thought it was good. Yeah. Whereas you think this game's bad, bad and yes. we think it's amazing. <laughs> yes, this is a big discrepancy. Uh, yeah, didn't see it coming. Man, it has to happen. Yeah. Um. Okay. Before we move on to the the megabyte trivia, we have a job to do. <gasps> oh, baby! Oh, the new hat. Who, Derek? I believe you were the last one to pull. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Uh, does I, that make I it? Control. Does that make it my turn? Is it your turn? No, we're on the you, sixth. You would have pulled Symphony of the Night, or you would have pulled Outer Wild since we did it over the internet. You're right. Uh, Adam pulled the messenger. Derek pulled control. So that means Andrew. Andrew. Please tell so, us what the next game. So we have five games in here. There are five games in there currently. Uh, for just so everybody knows, we kind of came together before this podcast and uh, condensed. We condensed <laughs> and we got rid of a bunch of things and we made it more so games that we definitely want to all play and are ready to enjoy. Andrew, what will we be playing next? Super Mario RPG. Yes. Oh, a baby. Right. Interesting. A game, a game I've wanted to play for a long time, uh, but never had. It's kind of the father, the grandfather of the modern Mario RPGs, such as Paper Mario, Mario and the Mario and Luigi series. So, so uh, where, where can I get why that? Everyone wants Gino. It's on the Nintendo Switch, N- Super Nintendo Online service. Oh, oh is it? Yep. Okay, Wait, then. It, is, it? is it? Yeah. I don't think it I is. I don't think it is. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure it was there the last time I checked. Um, we'll have to look, look into that. Super Mario RPG. I think you can get it on your 3DS, if I'm not mistaken. That's what I think. I'm almost certain. Or you like the Wii U. Um, Derek, you can play it on... My mini NES. Yes. The NES, which I, I just it, packed I away. I in, in the Google Doc <laughs> as on the Switch, so... I'm like 90% sure that it's yeah, not Yeah, I want to say it isn't because technically Square Enix has the rights to it. Yes. Or Square. Or not some of it. Enix. Square. Well, Square Enix... I know, Square is, Enix is Square now. Uh, SN... Sorry, we're, we're ruining the end of this podcast by spending this whole time trying to find out 
I'm like fairly confident that it's not. Yeah, so I really don't think the Heat can come back if Dragic is out of <laughs> 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 What are we looking for? Super Mario RPG. We have Super Soccer, Super, super Defense Force, Mario Super Punch Out. Uh, we'll, we'll figure RPG. this out later. Yeah, I'm going to say no. So I think you can get it on your 3DS. I'll look later. All right, but give, gives me a reason to pull up my 3ds. Yes, very excited to play Super Mario RPG. For Maybe the first it time. was there at one time. They I haven't gotten rid of anything. Um, okay, who wants to do some megabyte trivia yeah. about control? I do. Control, control, control. I played this one, so I've got a chance here. You sure do. All right. Although got, evidently I didn't fight like a lot of the bosses. So. That's okay. We'll see how well you guys. Judging by the amount of things that Jeff name dropped, I. I'm curious to know what some of the, the trivia <laughs> questions are. Question number one. What is Jesse's gun called? It has an official name. Andrew's, uh, he's got the either, oh, <laughs> uh, I just accidentally pooped my pants face, or the, how do I not remember the name <laughs> the of the gun is. face? I'll never tell. <laughs> um, all right, we're going to have Andrew go first. Andrew, you have to give me more time than that. <laughs> uh, he just pooped his pants. <laughs> Okay, Andrew, what is the name of the gun that Jesse acquires in the very beginning of the game? Oh, come on. Dude. You got to give me something. I had to listen to you talk about my situation before I could actually think about it. That's on you. Oh. You got to give something. Mm, it's, uh, I don't fucking remember. It's the gun. The gun. The gun. Uh, Derek, what is the gun called? The service weapon. Uh, the service weapon. It is called the service weapon. I was never going to remember that. They Question. heavily implied it was also Excalibur. It is an altered item. It is, in fact, an altered item. Question number two. Who was the director directly before Jesse? First and last name. Uh, if you got it, yeah. Oh, Jesus. What was his name? Smokes if you got him. Uh, I don't know. What was his name? I don't know why he's, I asked that. He's talked about I don't know a his lot. first name. <laughs> um, one of the thing, another thing I didn't like about this game is when you picked up the telephone and you had the interdimensional phone calls with this guy. Yeah, that was the awesome. Hotline. It was cool until you realized they're playing three images on loop for literally everything. It's one of him walking up to the camera, then him looking sideways, then a close-up of his face, and then he walks up to the camera, and then he looks sideways. Yeah. <laughs> and it just was that on loop, and I was like, oh, this is annoying. <laughs> also, the the motel is super cool. Yes. It I, was at first to me. Anyways, Adam, what is the the, first, the I, original director's name? I wrote down Crane. I don't know why. Andrew? Trench. Trench. His name is Zachariah, ah, Zachariah Trench. Trench. I knew it was just like one syllable, but I just couldn't remember for some reason. Question number four. Hmm? What does H-R-A stand for? Do you want me to explain what the H-R-A's are? I know what they are. Okay. For those who don't know, the H-R-A's are devices created by uh, Dr. Casper Darling to do something. What does the H-R-A stand for? Uh, we're going to have Adam go first here. It is the Hadron Resonance Amplifier. Andrew, were you not done writing? No, but I don't have that. Okay. <laughs> Derek? Hedron Resonance Amplifier. It is the Hedron Resonance Amplifier. A point for Derek. And a I point had resonance. For Good job. <laughs> Basically, yeah, this is like to stop the hiss from being able to yeah. mind control you or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of the general idea of it. Question number four. The obje object of power known as the Arctic Queen is what type of item? So they all had weird names. Yeah. But then they'd be like, oh, it's it's the the mega blast air, but it's actually a rubber duck. What was the Arctic Queen? Arctic Queen. I don't think I got this one. What was 
the Arctic Queen. Um, Andrew's got something. Adam's got something. Derek, we're gonna have you go first on this one. What was the Arctic Queen? I went with the refrigerator. I said the fridge. I said the fridge. It was the fridge. Oh. I figured no one would have heard that. You have to, to read some deep files to see that. But I mean, I just thought cold and like exactly. It's the only, it's the only like, thing yeah. that made sense. You could logic I, your way through that. I also figured maybe it was the type of refrigerator or something. Oh, yeah. Then that's why they call it the Arctic Queen. All right, Derek. This one, uh, if you got this, you got a perfect score. <sighs> uh, Adam needs you to get it wrong and him to get it right to tie. Andrew, thanks for playing. <laughs> Question number five. Derek, you had mentioned it briefly. What is the name of the motel that Jesse frequently visits? You know it's a motel. Oh. You know you go there. You do some puzzles in it. Yeah. I use the term puzzle lightly. Uh, what was the name of the motel? It is told to you at one point. Adam searching his mind palace trying to find the answer <laughs> Derek writing something down Andrew probably thinking of a joke <laughs> if I had to guess I was gonna say more like a mind dumpster <laughs> uh, okay in this case Andrew we're gonna have you go first because this doesn't uh, matter for you it's uh the best western the, the best western <laughs> uh Adam it was like the daybreak or something with sun maybe uh Derek, I could, couldn't remember. I put the Sunset Motel. Ooh, sorry. No dice. It was the Ocean the View, ocean view Motel. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was something campy. Derek, congratulations. You've won this uh, Shark Bites I didn't get a perfect Megabyte score. Trivia. I mean, pretty damn no close. perfect score. Um, tiebreaker question for fun. What year did the AWE, the Altered World Event, in Ordinary take place? 2001. Adam? It just doesn't matter. 1992. 97? It was uh, 2002. Oh. Andrew was close. Good job, Andrew. Bonus yeah. points. Um, cool. Clout. Spare question. Sometimes I write spare questions when we talk in depth about a game that we're going to do trivia for. So I'll give <laughs> you this one for fun, too. What was the name of the song that Dr. Dar Darling had a music video for? Oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't think I saw that part. Uh, it was in the, one of the hotel things. It was oh, in was one it? of the rooms. Yeah, it's yeah. in one of the it's rooms. It's just playing on a projector. It's it's just projector. Like, he's just like jamming out on his guitar, and then it gets a little weird and esoteric. It was great. Um, <laughs> it was called Dynamite. Dynamite. Okay. Uh, and he's like, Jesse is dynamite. Uh, it was really good. Um, oh, uh, did you catch the at the end of the game? She she like makes references to Shawshank Redemption the whole yes game, yeah, the poster. and at the end she's just like oh Shawshank Redemption that was the movie yeah yeah, yeah that was really good <laughs> I like that um okay does that make it a six <laughs> thank five, you five point five <laughs> very much for listening to this episode of the Game Sharks podcast you can find our website thegamesharks.com. you can find us on Instagram at Game Sharks podcast and. You can send us an email with any questions that you would like to have us discuss at GameSharksPodcast at Yahoo.com. I think next week what we're going to do, I was talking to Andrew about this uh, lightly before. I want us to come up with our own rating system because I feel weird giving... Ripping it from other systems? Yeah, I like like we were talking about how like you never see anything that's one through four, and f like f giving something a five is blasphemy, but it shouldn't be. So I kind of want us to come up with our own ranking system, uh, really flesh it out. Uh, I'm kind of leaning towards maybe five stars type thing, and then like we'll define each star. But that's what uh, I think the core of next week episode is gonna be. What if every rating is a different size shark? So the best one would be a great white. Or I don't know. You'll have to listen to next week's <laughs> yeah. episode to find out. But 
We thank give you. that five sharks out of five. I'm on to something, guys. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening to the episode 40 of the Game that Sharks game podcast. Gets a megalodon out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we are Finn. <laughs> Shark <Sharky> leader. <laughs> <laughs> yes.